Hello and good morning, everyone. Welcome to today's big episode of Breakfast with Boom. Of course, I am your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And as everyone knows, it is my 50th birthday, but it's you guys and gals that have a chance to walk away with the presents. That's right. Mrs. Boomstick and I are giving away $150 in gift cards of your choice. Six winners, each getting one gift card for $25 to your favorite gaming spot to shop. Xbox Live, PSN, of course, or Nintendo eShop. And we also have, thanks to a very generous friend of the show, Kayasante, a digital copy of Resident Evil 3, both the single player and multiplayer. And as you can see, I have put a monster panel together and we have, my God, so much to get into. So let's get into the introductions so we of, of course can get to the topics. And first up, our resident trophy hunting PlayStation professional, please welcome BitCloud Gaming. What's going on, dude? What's going on, man? It is definitely a lot to talk about. Also, have fun. Happy birthday to you. Oh, thanks so much, dude. Yeah, I'm glad that you're here because we do have a lot to talk about. PlayStation pre-orders part two went live today, and like expected, they sold out. Yep. I know my GameStop only got 10, and they were gone within minutes. And believe it or not, it was the uh, the disc version they had more of, surprisingly, though. I, I would have imagined that they would have wanted more of the digital uh, consoles. I'm, I'm trying to figure out you know, I guess we'll know in a couple of days what the ratio is, but it's going to be interesting nonetheless. Uh, next up, you know him as our resident chainsaw cutting Gears 5 professional. Please welcome Crispy Bomb. Oh, good morning, everybody. Good morning, chat. What is up? Happy birthday to Mr. Boomstick. He is an old man, but a <laughs> wise one. <laughs> I'll get my taters. Oh. <laughs> Well, thanks so much for being there, brother. Super appreciate it. And I actually don't mind being the old man in the room because that means I could potentially be wiser than everyone sitting on this panel, but we don't know for sure. Uh, next up, I call him Superman. You call him community uh, community member extraordinaire. You know him as Dreadpool. Dreadpool, welcome to the program. Oh, good morning. Thank you. Happy birthday, Boom. You know, uh, we would sing like Marilyn Monroe, but you don't want a whole bunch of grown guys oh, singing like Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, that would be bad. Yeah, that would be bad. That would be bad, especially with the visuals. We don't want the two that are on camera doing the little sway that she did. Oh no. Oh my goodness. So uh next up, next up, you know, listen, this the here he is not only one of the most prominent voices in gaming. He is certainly a character and a personality that will be more than happy to tell you to your face that I told you so, that Phil Dominus Maximus Aurelius Spencer was going to shove his boots so far up Sony's ass that they could tie their laces for him. Please welcome King David. <laughs> Happy birthday, boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to be here today. Uh yeah, my GameStop uh had 10 uh no not none no digitals, just had oh, all wow. physicals. Um I already told you what I believe with that stuff. So, you know, they don't care about the digitals being sold, they're losing too much money on the digitals, so they want to sell you the physicals, baby. Yeah. Uh, again, we, we, we'll definitely uh, touch on that because it, it it is a little perplexing considering that Sony does make 30% more 
when they have the digital because you're not you're not you know they they, they box out the retailers so you're buying mm -hmm. again like GameStop you can't even buy digital codes from anymore you have to buy them directly from Sony so they've cut out the middleman to get more money and you would imagine that going digital is more profitable for Sony mm -hmm. so we're gonna get we're getting into the speculation that next up and certainly last and in no way least you know him from gaming beyond the box and he is someone that is not afraid, again, to tell you like it is. Please welcome Wilmy Hood. Well, good morning and happy birthday, Mr. Boom. I didn't want to tell you happy birthday because, you know, after you get a certain age, you just don't want to hear that crap anymore. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think, I think there's a, a few things that happened this week that we may talk about. We may not. I don't know. Yeah, a couple of small things. Yeah, nothing too important. I mean, obviously, Xbox is still trash. They have no games. They have no first-party developers. Yeah, but you know, it's okay. Life is life is strange. You know what? Let's get into it. Um, one of the biggest. I mean, we obviously on my shows earlier in the week we talked about the the purchase of Bethesda and what that means for Microsoft. We understand that they went from. Um, again, I, I have to keep, uh, you know, reiterating this because I don't think people, you know, on, 15, on paper, it doesn't really make sense. But when you say it out loud, it probably makes a little bit more sense. Post a pre and post E3 2018 are uh, is a particular time in Microsoft's history where it they literally went from the pauper to the goat. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and I mean, greatest of all time, not like an actual goat, simply because they went they came into e3 2018 with seven studios they were struggling to put games out there they were dependent on uh third and second party uh games being per, you know being made for them because they just could not do it and obviously halo forza and gears was not going to be enough and they struggled and so and 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 in turn struggling the way they did they lost a generation for many many reasons but then you look past um, E3, the end of that show, and they go up on stage, Phil more specifically goes up on stage, and he announces where not only did they create a quadruple A studio, but they purchased several others. And now you fast forward to, of course, September of 2020, and even though this has been a horrific year for so many reasons, for gaming, especially if you're an Xbox fan, they have 23 first-party studios. But see, here is where it gets interesting. It's not the number 23 that we should be concerned about. See, actually, that's small potatoes. It's technically over 35 teams within those 23 studios that are making games. So just, just imagine that for a second, folks. Just sit back in your chair and think about this for a second. Microsoft went from struggling to get a game out that is above an 80 meta, and now they have an opportunity with 35-plus teams working for the Microsoft first-party studios or Xbox game studios. King, I, I want you to go to you first on this because I can see you got a big, big cheese smile on your face for a reason. <laughs> you say 23 first-party studios, and you're like, wow, that's impressive because that's the most in gaming, right? Okay, but then, you, but, but then you peel the onion back a little bit, and you start to wonder – Someone like Bethesda, how many teams they have working? Someone like Obsidian, someone like in, in, in Exile. These are some of the best RPG makers in the business. They are now first party for, uh, for, for Microsoft, and 35 plus teams is really an unbelievable amount of teams making games 
exclusively for your for, for the Xbox and PC. Well, how I viewed it when they picked up, and, and we got to stop saying, you know, Bethesda, because they picked up Zenimax. Zenimax, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't pick up Bethesda. That's what the simple-minded people want you to believe, that they just picked up Bethesda and went out there and brought one studio. No, they went and brought the supermarket. You didn't go in there and just pick up a box of cereal. You went in there and actually picked up the whole damn store. And in doing so, that that allows you to understand the difference between the Warner Brother deal and the Zenimax deal. The Warner Brothers deal, you were picking up talent, not the IPs. And you didn't need the distribution arm because the distribution arm wasn't as strong. The Zenimax deal, you pick up talent, IPs, and a stronger distribution arm, i.e., the difference in price. You're asking for $4 billion here. Was that worth $4 billion? No, if you're not getting the IPs. When you look at this deal, $7-plus billion, you're getting a Japanese studio that you need a foothold in Japan, that really centers on uh, mobile games. And that's very key to the xCloud strategy and also ingratiating you yourself to that uh, region where you are poorest in. Yep. It gives you an umbrella, an unrivaled uh, litter of IPs that frankly, Warner Brothers couldn't compete with. Now, the best part about this whole Zenimax deal was uh, 23, what, 2,300 employees will not be displaced, will not be removed, will not be uh, given a pink slip. They will all be put to work and retained at Microsoft as part of the deal. Uh, you know, Todd Howard and the team yes, and everybody uh, came to that agreement. They will be absorbed into Microsoft's whole. But the way Microsoft is doing the absorption now is you are part of the uh, Microsoft umbrella, but they don't go mingling and messing with you. Um, they allow you to keep your same culture as long as your culture is a positive culture of growth. Yeah and uh, bringing forth uh, high-tier games. And you can tell within 35 studios, they will have an abundance of teams moving and able to help, like, let's say, the 343 team. Let's say they were lacking in any form or fashion when it came to the graphics, function, design, level, whatever it may be. They can pull people from a team that's not going to help hurt another team to help out in that team. It's all hands on deck. So when you see uh, talent of that magnitude, because I'm going to tell you right now, I will take anybody from the Doom team and send them over to, <laughs> to, to fix Craig's face. At any day, um, so it's it, it was it was pleasing to see. 
and and this is what I explain when I talk about a general one. When I talk about Phil Dominus Maximus Spencer, and Phil Dominus Maximus Aurelius Spencer, excuse me, still, you know, have to get used to that last part of his name because <laughs> you know the Aurelius is crazy. He got that with price and power, and I told you that's what would happen. Um, but this is what happens when you have the right leadership in place, and a lot of people feel that proper leadership. Uh, is not necessary. Proper leadership is always necessary when you're walking in darkness because they really didn't know exactly what they were going to do. And they were definitely at the end of the rope, to be honest with you, because this generation could have been the last generation if it wasn't turned around. Indeed. Indeed. All right. And when he got the person that he needed to convince the most to back him then these deals are able to be made. You're able to get a triple A AAA studio here. You're able to pick up a playgrounds here. You're able to pick up a compulsion here. You're able to build the foundation and then show that you can get return off of your, uh, your money that you put out, your return off investment. I told people before about ROIs and it's very important. So they saw the return off investment that they put out very early in those IPs. So that allowed them to turn back around and put that 7.6 billion, 7.5 billion back out there. And that deal was talked about before and that deal could have been had before. It just didn't align right. And I'm glad it happened now because at this point right now, gaming is at is at its peak. I looked at the uh, the revenue of gaming and it's at a hundred and sixty billion plus per year. We yeah. have never been this strong in our gaming heritage ever. Now we've been uh, rich in gaming culture, but we have never been this strong and our voices have never been this loud. And I don't care what platform you represent. It's a wind when you can see these companies thriving. Three of our top tier companies are thriving. So when I see them pick up these 35 studios within that umbrella, that allows me to know that, okay, I can guarantee that what, whatever money I put down on my Xbox it's going to be there for the long haul. Yeah. You know what? It's funny you say that, King, because that's exactly what Phil Spencer said in that interview with CNN. One of his key points, and I, I think people might have overlooked it because most of us are still still shocked by this move, is that they did this to prove to the Xbox fan base that they are invested for the future. Yes. You cannot say it better, sir. Yeah, I mean, listen, it, 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 again, it's still shocking. It is, in, and I'm not saying in my opinion, it's an actual fact. It is the biggest deal in history. You know, I want to bring Big Cloud into the conversation. Big Cloud, obviously, we know that you play on multiple consoles, but we know that at, at the end of the day, you play PlayStation first, just like I play Xbox first. And you know what? That's great. That's, we have our preferences. And you know what? We're allowed to have that. My question to you is when you look at what Microsoft has done, and now we're going to kind of just focus on what 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 happened afterwards, right? We talked mm -hmm. about the acquisitions. We talked about thirty-five teams. They went from literally the pauper on the corner on the corner asking for change so they can build a game to being the goat. And 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 when you go from seven studios to to um to to twenty-three, it's it. There's no doubt about. It. There's going to be some massive change coming their way. 
But I kind of want to move this outside of the world for a second because we know North America has always been very supportive of the Xbox brand. We also know that at some point uh, during the 360 era, Xbox was dominant in uh, the uh, European region. Now, that has been taken over thanks to Jim Ryan and uh, and what Sony has done there the last seven years. They are now the market leaders. I believe if I if I if I'm believing the numbers from what I understand, it's six to one there, which is yeah. freaking unbelievable. <clears throat> but now we start moving into territories where Xbox has never had a footprint. Asia, we're talking more specifically, right? We know Australia loves Xbox, and we have we have confirmation fact that all of the all of the pre-orders for the Series S and X have sold out. They sold out in five minutes in Australia. That's confirmed. That's also being reported on by um, you know the big trades. But the two that are a bit shocking. And the two that we I want I want you to touch on with you is the fact that Japan and Korea both sold out, and those regions tweeted about it. People are reporting about it. How shocked are you that Microsoft was able to gain some sort of a, a foothold, even if it's just pre-orders? Now, again, we can't say that they had they sold out ten million pre-orders there because yeah, they don't even know how many were there. <laughs> But we know we know that they had more than ten consoles per country. You know what I'm saying? So it yeah. is impressive, nonetheless. Well, what are your thoughts on that? Well, again, I'm not really surprised by that because they always tend to do good in the first, like when they first launch the system over there. Mm-hmm. It's just what happens afterwards. Like for example, those sell super high the launch week, right? Mm-hmm. Then a month later, you'll see those sales kind of be either like cut in half. And then it starts decreasing over time. That's usually how they do over there in Asia. Um, it's good, though. It's a strong start for them. But to go back to the you know Bethesda part, right? One thing I've been asking for for the longest, I've done numerous videos on. You all can quote me on this. You see my timeline. I've done many videos on. I've spoken about this numerous times. I've asked for Microsoft to compete. Yes. I've you, asked you for competition have. for the longest who, time. But, you know, my question is, who, who wins when, when they compete? We all do. Yeah. When go. so when 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 you have this type of pressure in the market right now with them possibly even so much is thinking about you know advertising Doom like the next Doom as either a timed or a legit exclusive for Xbox, that right there is going to send a lot of um, you know friction in the market for Sony to really step up and do even more. You see what I'm saying? The, yeah. This is a good thing in general in the long haul because you're going to have Sony be more, you know, competitive out there on the market. Cause let's keep it real. Has Sony really been like Sony been dropping great games? Like they ended it off pretty much with ghost of Tsushima, which is fantastic. Indeed. But we, we all know Sony can drop drop more games than that a year. Yes, easily. they could. They yeah. did that with PlayStation three when they had no choice with Xbox 360. So the thing is, again, Sony, I see nothing but good things out of this. Sony's going to be more competitive. Microsoft already has the deal. They have their things going on. Yeah, granted, we have to wait, which, you know, I do stress that we still have to wait. But at the same time, it's I would say it would be more of a worthwhile wait in the long run. Why? Because you're going to you know, for a fact, you're going to get some legit talented game like uh, games. ID's talented studios. Yeah. You can get a lot out of it. So it's cool. And who knows? They might do some other stuff out the box. They might bring back some old classes that you never thought that they would come back with. Well, now they have Xbox. the teams to do it. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like they have to pick and choose. Oh, do we go with a big name or do we bring back? Because that's the one thing I enjoy about Sony. Like, for instance, you and I have been drooling to play yep. a new resistance. Exactly. And that that game may not mean a lot to a lot of people, but it certainly means something to me and you. And I, I don't think we're the only ones. So if, uh, uh, you know, if Sony could bring back 
something like a resistance, whether that be an HD remaster, I don't care what you want to, however you bring it back. I, it's new trophies and it's an, and I, it's one of my favorite games of the PS3 era. I believe Microsoft could do the same. Something like a Crimson Skies could get a revival. Something like a Mech Assault could get a revival. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, again, these, these are games that are beloved. They are still, I mean, listen, for all we know, I've been and I've been banging this drum for a while. As great as Forza is, as great as Horizon is, wouldn't it be pretty freaking dope if they brought back Project Gotham Racing, making That'd it different? That would be amazing. And they do and they do have the teams to do it. So again, when we see what's going on in Microsoft, is an it is a very exciting time. But I think that at, you, know, at, you know what everybody else is talking about too? A crossover that? between Doom and Halo. Oh my god, dude, that would that, be that's something that's on the that's a lot of people were talking about too. I'm like, yo, that would be a cool ace car type of approach. Uh, dude, that. that's that's goosebump inducing because how many pictures yeah. have you seen on Twitter of Master Chief side by side with uh, <laughs> exactly right? I mean, it's like it's crazy. Uh, yeah. you know what? What I want to do is I want to I want to bring um Dreadpool into the conversation, but let me just catch up with some of these unbelievable super chats that have come in. Uh, the first one of the day came from a very good friend of the show, J1405 drops a super sticker with a birthday cake. So thank you so much for that. For 149, thank you for your generous donation, brother. Army veteran, a good friend of the show, drops an outstanding two dollar super chat and says, Happy birthday, boom. Thank you for that. We also have BitCloud Gaming dropping an outstanding and unbelievable. He's on the panel, a twenty dollar super chat. And says happy birthday to the hardest working podcaster on YouTube. Thank you. You know what, dude? I love it. I I love podcasting and creating this content as much and potentially as more as even gaming because I get a chance to hang out with all you guys and this community, and it's it's really it's really an honor to to be given a voice and that people want to hear it. So thank you so much for the kind words, but more importantly, thank you for your generosity, dude. Uh, Ant Sweeney drops an outstanding $2 super chat and says, happy birthday. The new cushion is coming. Yeah, it is. I'm sitting on it right now. Mrs. Boomstick is always sticking outside the box. She's When, when I unwrapped it, she's like, I don't think you're going to like this. I'm like, uh, yeah, my ass is going to thank you for that because I'm sitting there <laughs> all the time. So, um, Crazy Mate uh, Gaming, good friend of the show, drops a $2 super chat and says, happy birthday, Boom. Hope you have a wonderful one thank you dude super appreciate that we have ernesto martinez drops a very generous two dollar super chat and says happy birthday boom may you be blessed with many more yes thank you listen considering um that i was a first responder and seeing how many people have gotten sick being down there at nine at ground zero i am i am happy to get up on my own each and every day and uh listen uh, it is uh, it's a blessing every day above ground. So thank you so much for that. We also have Sikio Yumi, a very good friend of the show, drops a $2.22. And I think there's some meaning behind that. Thank you for the super chats. Happy birthday, boom. I appreciate you, Xbox for life. Well, I appreciate you too, Sikio Yumi. Thank you so much for being here. But thank you for your generosity. Daniel Lawson drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, they picked up cloud tech. People keep forgetting. Yeah, you know what, something? You are right. Mm -hmm. Orion, is, right? Orion, yes. They picked up that as well as the ID engine that runs Doom. There, there is a lot behind the scenes. Like, you know, again, as, as you know, podcasters, we, we look are. at... We, yeah, we look at the main crux of, of it, but there's so many layers to this onion that, you know, we're going to be talking about this for quite some time. And Bounty Boom, a very generous friend of the show, drops an insane 
$50 super chat and says, happy 50th birthday, boom. Enjoy, because my man, it only gets better. Oh, well, thanks so much for that, dude. Super appreciate that. But, you know, Dreadpool, as, as an Xbox guy like myself, one of the shortcomings for Microsoft has been the Asian regions. And we have now, again, confirmation that they sold out all pre-orders and it was relatively in quick time. They didn't hang around for two and three hours. They were literally gone just as fast as they were here. Are you surprised by the resurgence of the Xbox brand? Do, do you think all of these, you know, meetings that Phil Spencer had, you know, over the course of the last 18 months have anything to do with it? Well, I think uh, basically the, the everything just, the messaging, everything that they've shown, everything that they're upfront and open, and and you know we joked around earlier that you know they were probably worried that there was only going to be like two or three in the whole country, so you know everybody's jumping on it to get it. So, but in reality, it, it the hype train is there. Uh, between X Cloud being able to play on your phone and then going back home and being able to play at the best version of the game that you were just playing on your phone as you're, you know, traveling back and forth to work or or just you know going around and hanging out I, i'd assume right that that's when you play something like that and that's because they're mo mostly mobile right so when you sit down you're gonna be able to play these games like this so the messaging got to them you know yeah. they understand you know it wasn't that messaging that they had back in 2013 you know they're seeing the difference they're seeing that we're going over there tokyo game show i mean that was that was something that happened after the fact but it was known that this was going on. So it wasn't like Tokyo Game Show just popped out of nowhere and said, oh, yeah, by the way, here you go, because we didn't sell anything. No, it was like they sold out. So it, it was, you know, yet again, another form of promotion. You know, they got their marketing out there. They got the, the word out there. So in that aspect, yeah, it's I. I you saw what happened with Sony. So you don't think it's going to happen again for these pre-orders? Yeah, well, this, Every, this everybody, right, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> everybody right now is going crazy with these pre-orders, you know, and it's a good thing. It's I'm not saying it's bad. It's, it's a good thing. It's just the, the hype is there for the next generation. We see where the games are going. We see where the tech is in both. Well, for most mostly both of these systems, you know, we still don't have every little detail outlined for us. And there's still a lot of confusion out there. So a lot of people are overhyping things. Some people are trying to downplay things, which is the worst thing. You're, you're throwing stuff out there. You don't even know what you're talking about. And, and people are getting confused in that aspect, not if you have two different models. Because, wait a second, we had mm. two different models for both of them, and they both sold out. So people knew what they were getting. Yeah. No, I, it's, it's absolutely the truth. And like I said, I think, I think it's a telling message that, uh, that these other Asian regions – May uh, again, we, we understand that, like, for instance, Japan and Korea are very heavy into mobile gaming. And but but with the with them going at them strong the last couple of months with, of course, Project X Cloud, you know, getting the beta into those countries do, and doing very well. I mean, obviously, about six weeks ago, they launched Xbox Game Pass in Japan. I believe it's been uh, launched in Korea as well. And, you know, obviously, the excitement behind what you can get for that $15 a month must have sparked something in those regions that got people excited for the Xbox and, and in turn wanted to 
uh, you know, pot potentially pre-order the consoles. Now, from what we understand from mo multiple reports, it's not the Series X that was flying off of the pre-orders. It was the Series S. And King, you know, obviously, you're a businessman. And speaking of businessman, I, I want to bring Wilmy Hood into the conversation because, Wilmy, when you say $299 for a console <laughs> that is literally identical to the Series X, but, of course, it's smaller in a few aspects. Obviously, it only has a 512 SSD. We know that it's, it's underclocked a bit. We also know that the GPU isn't as strong. But everything else is the same. You're still getting velocity uh, tech, um, you know, in there. You're still getting all of the bells and whistles that come with the Series X for under three hundred dollars. This could be the start of something special outside of the U.S. What, what are your thoughts on the sellout of these pre-orders? The the AS was genius. I mean, they they they're going to hit the casual market. Unless you're a hardcore gamer, most won't buy the X. Uh, the S was just really super smart. I mean, look at the Switch. Switch has outsold every console on the planet. Um, and it's smaller, and it's cheaper, and, I mean, it's not as nope. strong as the PlayStation or the Xbox. So for them to bring out the S was pretty smart. It's basically your Game Pass box is what it is for people that want Game Pass. Yeah. And that's what they'll play on it. You really can't beat the price. I mean, you just really can't. Me, I ordered one. I, 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 well, I, I don't have that many spare bedrooms, but I do have one for my room. <laughs> but, you know, I also have nice. my three X's pre-ordered. But, oh, I got lucky. But the thing is, man, it, it was really super smart. There's just no way about it. And Jim Ryan can downplay it if he wants. Whoever's on social media can downplay it. But I think the numbers are going to speak for themselves when this thing comes out in November. Well, one, one of the things that has been the driving point in gaming has always been, uh, you know, the, the, the value of, of, of the platform, value of the console. But most people look for a number. Usually the number is what drives people. You know, it's not first-party games. Folks, listen, as great as Sony is, and they are, in my opinion, the best maker when it comes to single player content because that is where i lie my head when it comes to that i really enjoy the quality um titles they bring with that said they dominated this generation with the casual markets who don't necessarily buy first party games most most of the gamers the casual market which which makes up at least 80 percent but i would be bold enough to say 85 percent of the market bought it for uh, a cheap because it was cheaper because it was the 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 cool system to own and it was and it was advertised and marketed like nobody's business and and obviously having the first party stuff there is a big deal sure there's no doubt about it it's it's, it's bonus stars but that's not what drove the sales for Sony. You know, having the, the ability to play Madden and Call of Duty and GTA and NBA 2K and, and throw in Spider-Man or whatever. Whatever you want, whatever first party you know, game you want to throw in there. But now it seems like the, the tide has turned. Microsoft has went ultra aggressive. And it makes it makes sense that the $299 price point might be that you know um that buy that somebody walks past the store and says well three hundred dollars for a next gen console is not bad um let me bring crispy bomb into the conversation 
Crispy, before you do, though, let me catch up on some of these outrageous Super Chats that have come in. We have, um, let's see, Cybernox. Oh, Cybernox, very good friend of the show. In fact, you know him as one of the voices of primetime gaming. Drops an outstanding $5 Super Chat. Says, boom, happy birthday, brother. Wishing you nothing but great things. Hope you have a fantastic day and weekend. You deserve all the success coming your way. Well, dude, thank you for the extremely kind words, brother. And thank you for the Super Chat. Infinite Double A drops a very generous $5 Super Chat. It says, happy birthday, boom. This week has been crazy. I'm so happy to be a gamer. Competition is key. I want to see what happens in, in with gaming in the future. It's going to be plentiful, my friend. Thank you once again. Sean D, who is brought luck to this channel every time he's on that show seems to do great thank you for being here but also thank you for your five dollars of chances hope you have the best day for the best dude happy birthday bro well thank you that is very kind to you and of course wilmy hood on the oh my god wilmy he drops an outrageous one hundred dollar super chat says happy birthday uh metamucil is cheaper <laughs> Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, Dan the Man Cunningham drops an outstanding five That's a nice man. Uh, yes, it certainly is. Um, welcome to the half century club, you old bastard. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you Dan. Um, Michael Miner drops a five dollar super chat and says, Happy creation day, boom. It's official. I got my Series X pre-order at Best Buy. Yo, dude, that is awesome. Congratulations on that. Man, good for you. I'm so happy to hear all these. Everyone's getting, you know, the, 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 if you want the console, you're getting it. It makes me very happy. Sean Carpenter drops a $2 super chat and says, idea, slow down Doom 3 style, new Doom. Uh, you know what? I, I'd love to see them do something like Doom 3 again because that was, that was more, it was more horror than it was a shooter because you had mm -hmm. to hold the flashlight and it was, it was pretty epic. And Bounty Boom. If, if the $50 Super Chat wasn't enough, he drops another $2 Super Chat and says, hit that like button for the birthday, man. Well, thank you for that. As we close in on 650 people here already, oh, there he is wearing the helmet. I have the exact same helmet, dude. <laughs> that is dope. I love that helmet. I Listen, I have a little collector's edition. But, Crispy, I, the question I have for you are, are you surprised by the – Gaming community outside of the U.S. selling out. And, I, and listen, you know, things happen for a reason, especially if you own a business. And Microsoft, since the return of, you know, several people in, 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 in prime positions when it comes to advertising, I don't think that on Monday, 24 hours before the pre-orders went live, that they announced Bethesda deal. And it seemed to have worked, not just in this country, but in other countries like India, which sold out, like Japan that sold out that we talked about previously, and more importantly, Korea, another region that they normally did terrible, but they sold out. Could it have been because of the excitement of what the brand is going to bring? Absolutely. I mean, when I saw that, I was like, it's happening. And, I, <laughs> and then and then I was like, wait, New Vegas, too. It can happen. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. dude, I was I was uh, elated because I, I'm, you know, Bethesda hasn't done great as of late, but they are they can push out great games. I mean, Fallout 3 is probably one of the greatest RPGs of all time. I mean, I think very few could argue that, at least shooting-wise, it's got to be right up there with just about any of them. Um, 
you know, the point is, is that you marketed correctly at this time. For once, they didn't leak it out. Nobody found yeah. out. Everybody thought it was going to be WB, which I think was just a complete and total shill. And they were just, they were thinking, oh, you know, we could uh, throw our name in there and people will just keep the eyes off the ball, you know, type thing. That That's, you know, maybe maybe it happens down the road. I don't know. Um, you know, but their, their messaging and marketing out there is totally different from what they do to us. I think that's why we got less Series S's over here. I think they push more of that that console out in, in those markets um because you know people might have a little less money stuff like that you know what i mean um or just a smaller console makes sense in their area you know it, it, you know the, the playstation 5 is huge i mean i even had pope i was on you with pope and he was talking about how how ridiculously big it is you know he, he had to what cheat his uh his uh program so yeah you know, there's there's a lot of areas that are like, I mean, their their apartments are tiny, you know, some of these areas. So maybe they don't want that. Maybe the price point is right. Um, Game Pass is huge. You, you're you're lumping in xCloud and all the other services all in one now um, for a, a low monthly price. And it just it makes sense to a lot of people. And they're also pushing a lot of uh, Japanese or, or Asian games. So, you know, th I think Game Pass is probably a lot different in each area. So, mm -hmm. You know, they're they're just marketing for the area instead of trying to market worldwide, I think. You know, an announcement like Zenimax, Bethesda went worldwide, but they're really pushing certain games in certain areas. And I think that's just a smart play, and that's just Phil doing his work. Well, it makes sense. Obviously, through this deal, they finally uh, acquired a Japanese studio, right? So they have a Japanese studio, but for, the, for, for what I think is driving excitement – in these two particular regions, uh, more specifically uh, Japan and, and Korea. Korea, we know that is, uh, they've made a game called Crossfire X popular. And that game is being, you know, remade from the ground up. And it's going to launch there in Game Pass. Uh, also, separately, not in Game Pass, you have the single player campaign, which is new to the series that's never been done before. It's going to be a Call of Duty style type of experience. Being told, uh, being to a story being told by Remedy. Now, again, we don't like their business practices. What happened with Control, but we still cannot take away from the fact that they are an, a ridiculously talented studio when it comes to telling a story. And like I said, just like the folks that brought us Horizon Zero Dawn, who were only known for what Killzone, mm -hmm. and they made an amazing world i like i said you know how i feel about aloy she's one of my favorite playstation characters i cannot wait to play um horizon uh the forbidden west uh, but i trust in remedy to bring us an incredibly told story but i cannot wait to see what they do with the first person genre something that i don't think they've ever done at least not i'm not aware of it for sure and then you go and you look at Fantasy Star Online 2 for Japan. Now, you may that game may not mean nothing to you. You, you may want to poo-poo it and not even download it <laughs> for your Game Pass subscription. But in Japan, that game is old as F and still unbelievably popular. You launch these two games into the regions, in those Game Pass regions, and you, what you have is instant gratification and again you have excitement in the world as well as you know more importantly it's not just america it's not just our country 
they seem to appeal to you know other parts of the world and that is super important now what i want to talk about is i kind of want to tra- you know move this over to uh talking about the launch lineup uh now obviously we know sony is going to have spider-man miles Morales. we know we're, we know they're going to have god fall and there are a few other ones i you know obviously there are a few that missed the launch but they, they should be coming ratchet and clank was in within the, the 90-day launch window so that's going to be big for them but microsoft you know, politely and quietly has us amassed an incredible list of launch games. And, you know, obviously the launch games, I'm, I'm going to list them and we're going we're gonna to discuss it. But it's not just those that I want to talk about. It's what has been recently added and what was originally a PlayStation 5 exclusive has now been confirmed to be releasing with uh, in the first uh, couple of months of 2021. So he, here, now outside of Dirt, you know, obviously Dirt, <laughs> out, outside of Assassin's Creed, you know, we know all the big ones, but he, these, this list of games, uh, King, are, are, are incredible. And I think that uh, people don't understand that when you bring home your X or your S or both like myself, you're going to really have a hard time. You're going to have to sit there like the thinking man and ponder what game am I going to play first? And right, so here's the list. Okay, you have the ascent, which again, maybe it's not too big. I can't effing wait because you know something? I'm playing that multiplayer. That is a four player multiplayer cyberpunk Diablo style game. You have the medium, you have the falconeer, you have gears tactics. Tetris effect, maybe not your bag, but Mrs. Boom, super stoked. Mm-hmm. 12 minutes, one mm-hmm. of Sammy Games' most anticipated titles outside of Harry Potter. You have Tunic, which could potentially be, and I don't don't laugh at me, a game of the year contender based on what we've seen because of its allure to Zelda. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's made by one man is making that game. You have Yakuza Like a Dragon. You have Observer System Redux, which is a re, uh, which is a reboot of the original, which looks dope. And of course, Destiny Two by Beyond Light. But one thing that just got literally yesterday just got announced is Bright Infinite, uh, a Bright Memory. Now, Bright Memory Infinite, as you remember, came on the the, the May twelfth show, and it looked incredible. Now, the games are the same somewhat. Bright Memory released on PC. Uh, but I, I think it was last year. Mm-hmm. Bright Memory Infinite is going to be the redone version with with three times the amount of 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 game added to it. But Bright Memory is a snippet, and it's been confirmed to be a launch title, obviously in Game Pass, and it's coming out on with the, with with the console. But the, but the other interesting uh, aspect of this is Quantum Era. No longer a PlayStation 5 exclusive. <laughs> now, I called this from the beginning. Now, I don't know about you, but for me personally, it, based on what I've seen, gives me the same vibes of, like, Condemned meets Fear. Yeah. And those are two franchises that I am dying for. King, when you hear, and again, I, I could be missing some, and there were a few on there that might have been, like, people are going to be, well, where's Scorn? Boom. Well, Scorn has been confirmed that that's not coming to 2021. We know that for a fact. Now, I don't know yeah. if that's, you know, launch window or outside of launch window, but that is coming. But these games may be small in size, maybe even small in name, but I think that every one of them, offers something so different and so unique and they're all coming with your series x and most of them are in xbox game pass what are your thoughts on this dude well i i need to address uh you know wilmy's uh statement on uh the series s uh being the 
the Game Pass box. Um, I, I beg to differ when it comes to the Series X as the Game Pass box. The Game Pass box is the Xbox One X. That's the Game Pass box. That's the box that is not next generation that can run games that's on Game Pass right now. And you're good to go. You can go inside the store. They're probably going to drop that box to like $100, 150 bucks. I wouldn't be and, surprised. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that's the grab them item, get them out the door item and go knock that out. That's the Game Pass box. That's the get them in box. Um, the S is marketed to the individual who is casual, wants the next gen experience, could be a little bit hardcore, but on some financial times. We can't upgrade the television right now. Now, these individuals that's running out here buying these PlayStation 5s and these Xbox One Xs, they don't understand that they don't have a television that can run it. Some of them. The majority of the Andres, individuals. You. I mean, I'm just. just, 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 just guys were saying. TTL just, guys. Just, like, just, uh, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 just for some of them, because I was uh, educating a lot of the dudes when I was online when we were going to pick up the consoles. Because everybody automatically, I want the X. Yeah. What TV do you have? They, not, not even that though. PCL ass down. Because your television ain't strong enough. Now, <clears throat> when you view it in that angle. Then you can financially save yourself some bucks, right? Because if you're not upgrading your television right now, if you're not spending the two grand to upgrade your television right now, there's absolutely no reason for you to buck up and get that extra, you know, uh, horsepower for what? It's going nowhere. So I really believe that this the the Series S is marketed to the individual who wants the next gen experience, but that but doesn't have the televisions to push that next gen experience to the limit. And I think the X is marketed to the premium gamer. The PlayStation 5 leaves you absolutely no choice, but they did leave your choice. You can stay with your Pro, your PlayStation Pro, and play all their games because their games will be available on the PlayStation, all their launch games. Now, that was a backhanded slap to you. Um... Let's talk about launch yeah, you lineup. Fine print though, HDMI 2.1. Yeah, that's the one you really need. HDMI 2.1. The, the, these dudes don't know nothing. I know that stuff right there. Like, <laughs> and they see a 4K TV, they might think, "Oh, that's it." But it's like, no, you need HDMI 2.1. And hate to break it to you, that's gonna run you about two grand. Yeah, but see, see, that's what I'm talking about. They got the hot deal yep. special, and it says 4K. Some of them exactly. don't have real HDR, and it's okay. <laughs> It's okay. I'm not shaming your situation. What I'm telling you is maybe you might change your target. I love that hat, <laughs> yeah, Will. I love, the- <laughs> I love that hat, Will. No, more than the hat. I love that hat, Will. <laughs> change your target. Stop. Don't don't aim so high. A lot of times, when you know, if, if you don't, and I was telling somebody, if they have a Ford, you don't need to put premium gas inside your Ford unless it's a Ford GT. Understand what your target is and i think it's more education and i think microsoft is doing a great job in educating the public and what they target should be going inside the stores because i see a lot of content creators lying 
telling people that they were confused at the stores. I didn't see nobody confused where we were there. Not one soul. Maybe they were confused on the specs and what they needed to achieve. But maybe they were thinking about that compatibility king on the PS5 that had people confused. Yeah, I have no idea, man. Yeah, you got me on that one. Because they, we don't know what their back compatibility is. But we know Xbox, when it launches, when that Series S launches and that Series X launches, first you have the full back compat backlog. There you go. All those games that you're sitting there still struggling trying to finish, <laughs> they're gonna be right there for you day and day. Okay, you're not gonna leave that behind. You're not starting fresh. All right, so you're gonna have all those games that you didn't finish. They're gonna be right back there looking shiny and brand new. And then you can buy more games that you're not gonna finish as well. I'm looking forward to not finishing um, the medium. <laughs> I'm looking forward to not finishing uh, um, what's that? Uh, the the one that's like Diablo. With uh the four oh, the ascent. Yes. And then there's a yeah. space shooter game that I hope is at launch that looks like um a wing commander back in the days. That game looks fantastic to me, and I hope that game is there. It's a lot of games that I'm I'm trying to get into, but the fact that I have Game Pass and I make sure that I, I really want to get the um the Xbox All Access for my son so mm-hmm. that he has the two years of his game pass and he doesn't have to worry about going in and purchasing anything he just played off the rip i think that is the true value in this economy right now because yes both uh companies have a very sparse lineup you know we don't have a a ton of games maybe i might go spend two hundred dollars on games maybe Maybe, uh, you know, like a buck 50, probably two games I probably might walk out the door with. Whereas before I would get the whole 10 games, the whole 15 games. That is not necessary this generation with one company um, and, and to get that experience. So I'm very pleased with that. I can't wait for the first day. But I really want people to look at the launch lineup, make sure that it, it, it aligns with what you're trying to get out of it. Because if most of that stuff is in Game Pass and you don't have Game Pass, don't be fooled into believing you own all your stuff that's digital anyway. Because if they turn the lights off on your server, they just turn the lights off on your server. It's really nothing that you can do about it. So when people say, oh, I don't want to rent games, I buy a lot of my games from Game Pass as digital. But if Capcom says tomorrow that we no longer support Resident Evil 7, I've gave them, I just purchased, I I think 30 bucks and I purchased it on PlayStation before when it was like 60. I've gave them 80 bucks, 90 bucks. Only when I got physical is the PlayStation. But I mean, switch, switch and PlayStation or what I go physical. It's the weirdest thing. Xbox is all digital. It's the craziest thing. Right. That's exact. Cause you feel comfortable with that ecosystem. Yes, that is correct. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm very happy looking forward to these games coming forward. Whatever's going to be a launch, I'm going to dabble in. I'm going to see the difference between, uh, oh, I definitely want to play because I haven't played Tactics, Scare Tactics on purpose because I want to play yeah. it on my big screen. Yes. Oh, you want to yeah. put on the, no, me some. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can run it here. I've, I've put it here and then I stop myself and I said, no, no, I'm going to spoil myself because I really want to see what this X is about. You know, I yeah. hope Flight Simulator is, is day and date. Um, Blaze talks highly about that. I don't think you'll be disappointed with um, Flight Simulator. That might yeah, be really, really good. Yeah, it looks bananas to me. Yeah, 
You but know, he, um, he flew over his house and he saw the details. He saw his house, just, right? Yeah. yeah, when they was doing it in Japan and I, the TGS show, and I'm like, wow, man, that stuff really looks amazing. Yeah. Next Gen is all about frame rates, is all about immersion. Uh, resolution, immersion, uh, quick to play because you yes. see these guys, it's quick to get into the game. Ease of access, all that. It's, it's yeah. right there. Yeah. So, I, I like think the graphics, I think we're at the tip of the iceberg, kind of. Yep. Like, even though I do think they're going to get even more refined, I said this numerous times before we even got to the systems, like, you're going to get more refined visuals. But mm -hmm. I think we're honestly at the tip, like, the tip, the best you can get out of the consoles now. And, and it's fine because they show they look great. We're not disappointed with the yeah. graphics. But a lot of people expect more, you know, like they see <laughs> the new yeah. 30 series and thinking 8K. I'm like, guys, we're no, not nowhere not near 8K. You, you know what? I, I, I saw the difference and I, and I love the fact that Dragon Quest did this one thing. Mm. They said, hey, you could play it in 2D. And I was yep. like, oh, and <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, why is that on the screen? And then they, then they showed that you, know, you could play it in 3D. So just to tell you, man, be grateful for where we are. <laughs> I'm exactly. like, totally grateful. Thank you, Dragon Quest, for showing me what I will not be doing. So back, it was the, back in the day when they were all spiky characters, now they're yeah, realistic was, people. <laughs> all jaggies all over the place. Exactly. I was like, I'm, I'm very good, sir. I'm very good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for adding that so i can show my kid exactly what he was it's gonna, not be, good, yeah. it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good agenda that's for sure i'm happy like microsoft's competing sony's gonna step up it's it's good yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know what big cloud but being that we got you here let, let's bring you into the conversation regarding this now listen we we all have discussed the devastational effect of halo not being there okay we get it we get it but yeah what do you think of, the, of this launch lineup hmm honestly I mean, it's still kind of, you know, the same. You think about it, the situation still the same. Like um, there's a report coming out just now. DualShock has just put it out there. Um, it hasn't even been decided yet of whether or not they're even going to launch Halo Infinite in 2021 yet. So they're still discussing that. So I don't know what's going on with Halo Infinite. But as far as the situation is concerned, Eh, I can see it getting better now that they got their new studios and they got everything working on and Game Pass stuff will get better. Yes. But I don't really see much changing just yet. Just not yet. Not yet right now. I mean, it's, it's, it's a little too early to tell, but to be yeah, honest. Yeah, they just got the studios. They got to yeah. work them into the program. They got to do all that stuff. Once all that stuff's done, then, you know, you'll start seeing things get better, but it's not. None's really changed. Well, I mean, I mean, just in regards to like the 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 launch lineup for me again, smaller games, mm. but meaningful games. You know, like I said, we you know everyone could. I, I think I think you know what I think is happening here. No, because Halo has been removed from the equation, there may not be as much as excitement for the the launch. Uh, because obviously, you know, for, like for PlayStation Five, they got two big ones there, right? They obviously have um, the uh, Dark Souls uh, remake. Um, hmm. not, not Dark Souls. Um, um, is is it Dark Souls? Is that is, is or, or for PS Five? Yeah. Oh, that's Demon Souls. Demon Souls. Demon Souls, Demon yeah, Souls PS Five. Miles yeah. Morales. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And and uh, they also have um um the one we talked about earlier, uh, Quantum Effect. Quantum Quantum Error is yeah, coming. Quantum, yeah, Quantum Error is going to be there. Yeah, they confirmed good. that's I'm coming next month. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm going to be honest. I originally was getting that game day one. I'm because they're seventy bucks. I don't 
know if I could uh, justify that when it's coming out. Oh, it's not just uh, it's not just Sony's first party that is seventy two though. It's also third party devs that yeah. jumped on board seventy. Yeah, like Call of Duty oh. Cold War, yep. is seventy bucks, and yeah. <laughs> at the playing that alpha, yeah, I, <laughs> no, thank you. It's yeah, not, it doesn't warrant yeah, seventy that, bucks that, at all. Yeah, that's something you could uh, you could pass on, but I, I I'm excited because there's a lot to play here, and just because a game yeah. is smaller in scope and size does not make it any less important and i think that xbox players per se is going to have a lot to really try out in their consoles whichever one you decide to get but you know what uh, before i bring did in, i um i yeah. warned people about this too though like i kind of said did. this like you when games did. are gonna if games hit 70 bucks what did i say people are gonna be very picky you have a lot I of picky gamers lot, <laughs> you have to, I, I think that yeah. you have to it's only because right i mean listen even before the pandemic, even before yep. what we're dealing with right now, money doesn't grow on trees. People have to, you know, th th this is a vice. Mm -hmm. If you, you know, it is a, it is okay. It's it's not like drinking. It's not like smoking. I think it's even more expensive. So, you have to you have to pick your battles, and yep. you have to pick your franchises which you enjoy the most. And sometimes, just sometimes, and it, especially if you support multiple consoles, you can't just go out and drop two grand on games. Because just quite frankly, the money isn't there for some people, and that's com uh, way understandable. Which is why Game Pass is is such a big thing. Because for the fifteen dollars a month, you are bringing home a lot. But what I like to do is, Wilmy Hood. Let me let me bring you into the conversation regarding the launch lineup for the Series X that we have confirmed. But let me just catch on some of these super chats. There's been quite a few of them. Um, we have Mighty Ryan, a good friend of the show, drops a $5 super chat. Thank you for that. And he says, happy birthday, boom. Have a Dr. Pepper on me, indeed, because I don't drink. That's awesome. Thank you. Gamer Geek drops a $5 super chat and says, happy birthday, Mr. Boomstick. I hope it's a great one. Thank you, my friend. Uh, Thanaros <laughs> says this, happy birthday. Uh, you're not 50 years old. You are uh, now a level 50 mage. Indeed. I like that. Good boy. That is definitely cool. Uh, Fastback OG, a good friend of the show, drops a $5 super chat and says, happy birthday, boom. Have a great day of gaming. Yes, I'm going to play Mafia right after this. George Zayas, a good friend of mine, personal friend of mine, he drops an outstanding $50 super sticker and says, um, uh, what is this? Oh, oh, Hippo in the... Oh, okay. It's, 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 it's a super sticker. It's not actually what he said. Thank you so much, George. Super appreciate the kind uh, and, and very generous uh, super chat. Gerald Mack, good friend of the show, drops a $5 super chat. Says, good morning, panel. Big dog, Lord King David. Happy birthday, boom. Welcome to the AARP club. You know something? It's, it's effed up, but I got mail the other day that said Craig Ravage, and it said... AARP. That's <laughs> cool. uh, that's also Sorry. very. It, 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 it's it's a little hurtful. I got to be honest with you. Um, we have uh, uh, Mr. Teddy Keys drops a wow, a very generous twenty dollars super chat. Happy birthday, boom! Tell King David that Phil Spencer's new name is Phil Dominus Maximus Aurelius. Giving him your knee, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Ryan, new name, Jim Smooth Criminal Ryan. <laughs> I love it. Uh, JMO Money drops a $2 super chat. Thank you so much. Never change. Boom. This community loves your brother. Oh, no. So what you see is what you get. I'm always going to be happy-go-lucky. It's all. It's always unicorns and rainbows all day long for me. Uh, that's just the way it is. Uh, Psychonauts 8 drops a $5 super chat. Happy 50th birthday, boom. Ha happy to be able to celebrate with you among friends and family in the gaming community. Much love, brother. Well, thank you. And much love to you as well. And thank you for the kind words. Green Pass Gaming. Oh, these guys are great. 
Green and I got it right. I got it right. Green Pass Gaming is a new Xbox program that you need to subscribe to on YouTube. They have only been out for about nine weeks. Their content is fresh. It's fun. It's very, uh, very family oriented in terms of making you feel like one of the one of the guys or one of the mates because they're out of the UK. And uh, I definitely say uh, head over there and uh, sub sub that channel and tell them Boom sent you. They, they drop a five dollar super chat and says Happy birthday, Boom! Have a great day, my friend. Well, thank you, sir. We have Domino D drops a five dollar super chat and says Happy birthday, Boom! Thanks to you and the panel for the great show. Well, thank you. DJ Birdo DOS drops a very generous $20 super chat. Says happy birthday, boom. Would you say, uh, would you say have a drink on me? But you don't drink, go get a coffee on me. I certainly will. And I'm gonna come back to these other super chats. Uh, will me look again, Halo not being there, it was devastating. I think most of the community has accepted that they it needed more time in the oven, and that's fine. So 343 take all the time you need, even if they move it out of 2021, which I don't think they're going to. I'm going to be honest with you, but we will see if they somehow skip over the 20th anniversary of Master Chief, which is November of next year. I don't think they're going to miss that mark. But again, that's just that's just my opinion. But Wilmy, there are still a lot of big games besides third party that are coming to not only the Xbox Series X and S at launch, but in Game Pass. What do you think of the list? I want the medium first. Yes, of I'm course. Medium. <laughs> medium is my first, my first choice. I'm not playing anything until I complete the medium. Very nice. We all, you know, you are the uh, the epitome of horror fan. Oh, yeah. And then after that, I will move on to Bright Memory because I played Bright Memory on my PC. What'd you say? Oh, I love the game. Okay. It, it's just chaos. Dude. It's a mixture of every game you've ever played and enjoyed put into one game. So you just can't. If you've never played it, you're definitely in for a treat when that game releases. And then Crossfire. Yes. I don't know if that's going to be a launch. But I definitely want to play the campaign for Crossfire because that's actually mm -hmm. done by Remedy. Mm -hmm. And then I'll move on to Cyberpunk and Valhalla and all those. Yeah, I mean, well, again, it's one of those things we're, we're going to have a lot to play, and you you're going to have to. I mean, again, like I don't I don't play multiple games. I don't like doing that. This I may have to make the exception. I may have to actually play a bunch of different games simply because. You know, I I don't know if I'm going to want to wait to see what these games look like. And again, you know, a, a lot of people are like, well, you know, uh, the Falconer are really not my bag. It's a small indie game. Let me tell you I'll something. Let you know in a few days, I have a key for it. Yeah, it's not a small indie game. We did an yeah. interview with the developer, um, Lordsgaming.net. Is up. Nice. That game looks amazing. I cannot Absolutely wait. Absolutely amazing. I've been supporting that game since I saw it. It gives me uh, a, a, a very a crimson sky type of feeling to it. Uh, I like games like that. So it's, it's one be, guy, one dude. Yeah, one mm -hmm. dude that made that game. Pretty, pretty, pretty incredible. Um, uh, Dreadpool, what, what are your thoughts on these launch list? Again, people overlooking it because you know the, the the big talk of the town is Halo's not there, and Assassin's Creed, and Cyberpunk, and Dirt Five. And as great as those games are going to be, and as devastating as Halo not being there for launch, it would have been perfect. New console, new Halo, world's great, right? Okay, so it's not there. We, 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 we've accepted it. But these games 
all have a tremendous amount of worth to them, regardless of team size and game size. What What are your thoughts on this, bro? Um, I'm going to go for Fortnite. Oh, okay. Well, no, hey, listen. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> yo, yo, I said, I just looked up and I, I was like, who the hell is talking again? <laughs> well, you know, you got to throw those jabs in there, right? Um, but no, seriously, um, what? Uh, just remind, <laughs> remind you guys that um, Bright Memory Infinite will be out in 2021. They, they haven't yes. really released a date yet for that other than 2021. Um, but that being said, Dirt 5 is also going to be before the release. So it's like it's a catch-22. You know, so, some of these games are like a little bit behind, a little bit before. But, you know, if, if they fall within the launch window, then, you know, it, it, it kind of fits in there. But 12 Minutes is very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. That one to me seems like a small game, smaller game than uh, Falconeer. You know what I mean? But with, with a lot of these games, it's, it's a false perception when we watch these games because you know when you see these little trailers you don't know how big they really are until you get into it like ilp has gotten into it with falconeer to know that there's a little bit more to it than just a little indie game you know what i mean a massive game but on the on the surface that's what we see we think okay cartoony blah 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 it's not for me well until you open it up and look into it and get into it, we won't know. But for me, I'm going to say Dirt 5. I'm going to hold off on that one until the um, the launch. And then, like I said, 12 minutes, I'm definitely looking into that one. Obviously, we all know about Hala and, and the other ones. But those two are the ones that are primarily got my interest. But for the, I'd say for the most part, I'm going to be an awestruck going through every freaking game that I have just to see what it can do on the X. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not even going to be playing the game. I'm going to be playing the, hey, check this out. You know, mm-hmm. oh, what can this do? That That's probably going to be myself for, for the next week or two until I can get back into yeah. concentrating on gaming. But hey, yeah. Dred, did you yeah. do that with Backpack? Like oh, every I time did. they showed I you Backpack, yeah. you, you threw it on just to see, oh my God. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I was like, check this out. You know, and then when Frank, because I did it for myself, and then friends would come over. I'm like, "Hey, remember this game? Yeah, check this out." You know, and and they're like, "Well, what that's the pretty hell? cool." Yeah, okay. like they they look down at the Xbox, like, "What the hell? That's not how it does. What, what did you do to it?" Yeah. <laughs> oh did the, uh, what was I was streaming Ninja Gaiden two, or not? Not boy. Uh, yeah. Not Ninja. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was streaming that, and people were like, "Holy cow, are you is that on PC?" And I was like, "No, that's mm-hmm. on the Xbox." Exactamente. You know? Exactamente. What they did with it, and what they're doing, and what they're going to be doing, you know, I can't wait to see the series upgrades that they do for these uh, older games. I'm gonna play Gears. Oops. Oh, sorry. Um, Robin fell. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he took a nose dive. <laughs> um, Surprise, uh, Uncle Pops. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't do that. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I got a thing with that. Anyway, um, <laughs> yo, you took you took fungo up. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bad story. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> you just pushed that thing right out my head when you said Funko Pop. <laughs> 
No, but that that's pretty I much it. I, raised, like, I don't understand. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, what you're saying makes a lot of sense, and uh, it's like I said, I, I think that you're right. I think there is there are going to be a lot of folks that do exactly what you're going to do, potentially what I'm going to do. Uh, crispy bomb. See, now I, I saved you for last because I know you're going to have a tremendous amount to say about this particular topic because you are constantly talking about the value that comes behind Xbox Game Pass. And the one thing that we know for sure is almost 90-plus percent of the games that I listed are Mm -hmm. confirmed for Xbox Game Pass. And that is incredible. If you go to pick up your console, whether you're buying the $300 S or the Big Boy for $500, it's all of them are going to come with some sort of game pass. Now, whether that's 30 days or that's the three months like King and I have been hearing for quite some time, mm-hmm. even if you're not already subscribed, you are walking home with potentially 10 to 15 new games to play on your new console, and you don't have to take $1 out of your pocket. How big of a deal is that? But what do you think of this launch list? Oh, launch list, uh, one word, variety. Y- you got a lot of variety there. And uh, a lot of people forget a lot of these games would be really good for xCloud. And, you know, like Tetris Effect, my mm-hmm. girlfriend's excited for that game. Yeah, she, so she's so super excited. You know, so as we always say, not every game's for every gamer. But I, And that's the whole point. Like, these games are, like, very different, just about every one of them. And, and you got three of them that are made by one person. So that's that's pretty incredible. I mean, this is... This is how you find talent too. You know what I mean? Like you give them a shot and and they have a platform to to build something on. And you know, Falconeer looks really interesting to me. Like this is something that we haven't seen that type of game in a, a pretty long time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's one of those things that, you know, when you don't see it for a long time and somebody puts the care and work into it, mm-hmm. it, it really it, it can it can go to the stratosphere you never know so you know bright memory definitely interested in that you know i don't play on pc so i haven't touched it so it's a brand new game to me uh the medium obviously i mean that's the game that really can say uh, this is why i need a next gen console it's it's probably the only one but it's there um you know and then you have the backlog i mean it game pass is just it's it's gonna be huge i mean you're getting getting doom eternal coming out i mean come on like a lot of people haven't bought a lot of people haven't bought that game and they're like, yes. they're like thank you Xbox. <laughs> I'm one of them. I'm one of them too. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Dude, like and, and you like everybody's like, oh well, the, the deal's the deal's finalized, okay, people. Like it's 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 gotta just do a little bit of extra paperwork here, but it's done. If they're already doing this, it's done. Um, you know, and, and that goes back to what they did. They have the Bethesda Zenimax has a huge backlog that can just throw in there whenever they want. And and these are games that, you know, either I haven't played or haven't played in years or, you know, Xbox would just probably up-res them, make them look better. You know what I mean? Or, you know, they might go back in and and tinker with it a little bit. You never know. So we could be playing new experiences across the board, even if it is an older title or anything like that. It it just it's going to be amazing time to be a gamer. Yeah, it certainly is. And uh, listen, uh, I I just, like I said, regardless of where you're going to be playing, the fact that we're going to have two new consoles in 2020, which by all by all accounts is a year that we all want to forget. This is this is a year that we're going to at least close out on a happy note. Again, if you're a gamer and, 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 and considering, you know, the horrors that we have seen in 2020, 
we need to get away a bit and both both companies are going to give us a way to do that i i hope that if you want a console you are in a financial position to do so i hope that when uh, they get their ducks in order. The uh, all access is working that you can take advantage of it. I know that they said that that's going to be coming in the next uh, next couple of days where if you want to subscribe to that program, which I think everyone should, and especially if you are someone that might be new to the Xbox brand, uh, that you know you, you, you already paid your, you have your money for your PlayStation 5, but your Xbox is just doing some things that get you a little excited. You don't have to spend one thousand dollars on two consoles you could logistically say okay i'm going to take my 500 i'm going to buy my playstation 5 i'm going to try and get a game or two with it and i'm going to walk home and be happy but at the same time for 25 or 35 dollars i may jump into the ecosystem of xbox because one they just announced they bought bethesda or zenimax and more importantly that game pass thing that game pass thing is legit they have so many games i i don't know what to do with myself and and it 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 seems like that that is the way a lot of people may be going but what i want to do is before we move on to the next topic i have to just announce the seven winners for the gift cards as well of course as the resident evil 3 digital copy for xbox and dds you are the winner of the uh, uh the resident evil 3 digital edition and here are the six winners for $25 gift cards of your choice. And I'll be reaching out to you on DM. We have Wild Bates, Sean Sue, Mariano Pampa, Juno Clyde, Mr. Goodcat, and Nightwolf. You gentlemen have nice. won a $25 gift card courtesy of Mr. and Mrs. Boomstick. And I will be reaching out to you as soon as the show ends. And of course, I want to welcome in the near 800 people that are here for Breakfast with Boom. We are closing in on record-breaking numbers once again. This has been a week of weeks for Double Barrel Gaming. I am 43 uh, subs away from 6,000. Uh, I got over 700 new subs this week. That is wow. insane. I have never seen that kind of growth. And the channel has over, guess what, folks? 50,000 views this five-day period. Wow. That's 10,000 views per show. I am completely blown away by the incredible support. And uh, it has just been a whirlwind of surprise and fun. So let me just catch up with some of the Super Chats, and we'll get back to the last topic. I believe it's, it, we, we could get sneak. I told you good things during your future, man. You, you certainly did, dude. And, and I definitely appreciate that very much. We have uh, we, let's see, we have Mass Hole 1977 drops a very generous $2 Super Chat and says, happy birthday. Here's to 50 more years of gaming. Indeed. I hope that by then I can extend my life because I don't want to miss Resident Evil 17. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cardwell, Mark. Mark Cardwell drops a very generous $5, which just says, happy birthday, boom. I'm new to the channel, but not to Xbox. Old geezer gamers still like chicken dinners. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, what's good on you? Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, we have Nico. Okay, oh, just one second. Oh, okay. Uh, Mrs. Boomstick just handed me um, a note that says, keep the party going. Pick five more winners for ten dollar gift cards each. We're gonna do that right now. We're gonna do that right now, okay. uh, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll announce those um, as we close out the show. Yeah, thanks, Miss Boomstick, once again because uh, she is overly generous. Is my 
love of my life right there. Nico drops a $2 super chat. says, happy birthday and all hail Prophet King David. Indeed. Uh, Gamer Thank by you, Choice <laughs> drops a $5 super chat and says, happy birthday, boom. Great show as usual. Smuzz246 uh, drops a $5 super chat. says, happy birthday, boom. Thank you, gentlemen, for that. Noof Nukem, once again, not only is he always here in spirit, but he's here in the chat. He drops a $5 super chat and says, happy birthday, boom. Cheers to another 50 Prophet King, watch your back. Mar uh, uh, that was Scrubness. I'm sorry. He says, "Boom! I asked your wife if you might, if if, if you might soon have to wear adult diapers while playing games." And she replied, "That depends." <laughs> that depends. <laughs> yeah. ah, you're crazy. I like that. That's good. Scrubness drops a five dollars super chat and says, "Happy birthday, boom! Cheers to another fifty, Prophet King. Watch your back." Mario is inching closer over your right shoulder. Listen, I had to take this from him earlier. He had this, and I said, not today, buddy. Not that is, today. That is Chucky Mario right there. Uh, Eagles fan 76 <laughs> drops a $2 super chat and says, it's boom day. Well, thank you, sir. Bouncy yes, boom sir. drops another $2 super chat and says, boom day. Thank you. Pixel bit G. Very generous friend of the show says happy born date. Uh, 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 happy born date, dude. Thank you for that pixel bit. We have Squirrely Dan drops a very generous $2 super chat. Says happy birthday, boom. And it says PS5 will ship with bags of ice. Says happy birthday, boom. After dropping a $5 super chat. Thank you. Josette Rivera, if she doesn't already do enough, if she hasn't already blown my mind, drops an outstanding $50 super chat and says good morning, awesome gaming community. And thank you so much for always supporting Mr. Boom. Thank you also for being a part of this milestone birthday. I love you all. Uh, my, my dear Mr. Boom and I are looking forward to sharing many more milestones with you. Thank you for that. Uh, uh, sweetheart, uh, Warwick Gaming Channel drops a five dollars super chat. Says happy birthday, boom from the UK, my friend. Well, thank you, and ha and uh, from New York, thank you for that. And I will I will catch up on the rest of the super chats in a second. I want to bring up a very controversial um, uh, topic. Unfortunately, I try to stay away from these, but this is something that's worthy of talking about. And I and because we have someone that I believe talked about it already in, of course, BitCloud, I, I definitely want to hear his opinion. But I want to get – I know King has already talked about this, but we're going to get into this. Uh, you know, both Insomniac Games and PlayStation seem not to have any good news for PlayStation 4 owners of Spider-Man 2018. And besides locking the upgrade PS5 version behind a $70 double pack that includes Spider-Man Miles Morales, which looks amazing, and Spider-Man, they have confirmed that not only that, that, that that is the only way that you could potentially get the new version of Spider-Man 2018. And the way that you do that is by spending $70. There is no free upgrade via a, a smart delivery type system like you would get on Xbox. And that left a lot of people in the community, both on both sides of the aisle, folks. This is this isn't just a a ha ha. I told you so from the Xbox idiots. This is this is from the general public who enjoys Spider Man, and um, you know, uh, d d outside of the toxic community that both both sides have. We we we're moving them out of the picture. We're, we're going to talk about the gamers, the gamers that actually play games and not stats. And a lot of us, like for me, I've already platinumed. Spider-Man 2018. So I'm not going back to that. I would I'm going to platinum Spider-Man 2018 HD because I'm buying 
the $70 edition. And I'm not doing it because I want to support Insomniac. I'm doing it because I want to support Sony. I want enjoyment in gaming. And I love Spider-Man. I know that BitCloud loves Spider-Man. In, in his ridiculous amount of Platinums, that's one of them. And I expect that he's probably going to Platinum it again, just like me. But here is where it gets a little um, squiggly, if you will. In an email to Kotaku, Sony has confirmed that Miles uh, that Marvel's Spider-Man remaster is exclu- uh, is exclusive to the Ultimate Edition of Miles Morales, and you and I'm going to read the st- actual statement from both Insomniac and Sony regarding the very hot topic. They say this: Marvel's Spider-Man remastered is an enhanced version of Marvel's Spider-Man and is included as part of the Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales Ultimate Edition for the PlayStation 5. In addition, players who purchase Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales on PlayStation 4 can upgrade at no additional cost to the PlayStation 5 version of Miles Morales and can take advantage of the paid uh, to uh, and, and then and then can take advantage of the paid upgrade to download Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered. There are no plans to currently offer Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered as a standalone package. Players with a copy of Spider-Man 2018 for the PS4 can purchase Spider-Man Miles Morales Ultimate Edition to experience Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered on PS5. Marvel's Spider-Man PS4 will also be backwards compatible on the PS5. So here's the thing. First of all, the, the fact... Look... If you want to talk about, if you want to point the fingers and say corporate speak that doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever, it's that statement right there. Now, I'm reading verbatim from the actual letter that was sent to Kotaku, and I think it's horseshit, uh, in my opinion, especially when you look at what Microsoft is doing. Every game that goes on that system is enhanced. Every game is uh, that, 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 that you can play on your Series X today that 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 is going to be reworked you're going to get that version for free if if they're doing any extra work they're not charging you a dime so what i want to do is i want yep. to bring before i get to you king before i get to you i want to bring up uh something because uh the uh, xbox uk uh, did something very cheeky and uh, i want to say, let me let me just bring up the brand here and I'll, and I'll and i'll let you guys see exactly what i saw First of all, they said something to the effect, uh, and here's 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 the here it is verbatim. In the tweet, and there was two of them. The first part of the tweet was said this: Here is a thread on how you can upgrade games to Xbox Series X and and S with smart delivery in just a few easy steps. And the second tweet had this picture, and it said, "Just buy the game." This was this this was, in my opinion, a, a response to the 2013. This is how you share games, but you know it didn't just end there because our good friend Aaron Greenberg turns around and uh, says this after Guy Welch uh, is talking about Gears Tactics. He says Gears Tactics and Gears Five will get day and date smart delivery updates, including all Xbox Series X features plus new content free of charge. This is true even if you own the games on Windows and Steam, hashtag Gears 5, hashtag Gears Tactics. And Aaron Greenberg simply puts, at Xbox, we put gamers first. Now, King, you 
as as we know has been called the prophet have said that this was going to happen or something to the effect that this was going to happen and here it is uh sony boxing out the community and again you again you can take it however you want folks i, I think that this is a crummy move i think that if you own spider-man 2018 you should get that upgrade for free but sony doesn't seem to think so and i know insomniac said they're having trouble doing it and they're trying to figure it out and it's not possible and and listen i i love insomniac you guys know how i feel about that company i love what they i love ted price I love what they do over there but at the end of the day this is not for the players this is for the profit what what are you what do you th what, what are your thoughts on this king <laughs> yeah <laughs> they took the playbook from 505 and ran with the football like <laughs> Yo, we don't know how to upgrade it. Uh, <laughs> then it's gonna come out tomorrow. Somebody gonna hit the switch, <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna show you that it's just a switch, guys. I told you that that PlayStation Five was gonna call, come with an e-card reader on the side <laughs> to, to swipe your credit card to get your bread. Nothing changes with these dudes. They did it to me with the PlayStation Four, four with the um the Last of Us, and then the PlayStation Four had the last. I mean, the PlayStation Three had the Last of Us, then the PlayStation Four had the Last of Us remix, and they 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 knew what was successful. Then they're just repeating their steps. So they took their successful games. And they're repeating their steps. They t I told you it was going to be DLC. People fought me left and right. It's not DLC. It can't be done. It, it was from the ground up. You look like a fool now. You look like a fool because if it walk like a duck and quack like a duck, it's a duck. I'm telling you what it was. There's no way for them to get a quick turnaround off of that engine like that. Listen, that game costs too much money. If you watched all the DLC, if you paid for the game, listen, I paid for the game. I brought every last DLC for that game and played them, okay? A magnificent job. It's a beautiful game. They was going to milk it to the end, 100%. This is not the last stop for this. But the fact that they, I knew they was going to paywall you in some type of way because they wanted to paywall you, but with the, the DLC. But they said, you know what? We can go for bigger bucks. We could go for the. <laughs> Yo, Will me is crazy. Yo, you can go for the bigger bucks. <laughs> you can go for the whole kit and caboodle. We can get them for $80. He's out of control. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even in my house. Um, <laughs> why, no go for, why go for $40 when we can bang them in the head for 80 And that's exactly what they're going to do. I brought that Spider-Man. Why can't you, all the DLC, why can't you hit the switch and up res my joint for free. Why can't I get smart delivery? Why can't you invest back into your fan base and back into your community that supported this game from 100% from creation all the way to execution? We supported it and we supported it with the DLC and we're supporting it with the DLC from Miles Morales. We believed a lie when you said it and we're going to get a PlayStation. But now some dudes can realize that, oh, they missed out on the PlayStation just because they wanted to play Miles Morales. You could just keep your PlayStation 4 and play miles morales now they're trying to charge you for up res 4k 30 frames per second or or the what is it um the it's dynamic 60. resolution with the ray tracing and all that stuff at 6k i mean i'm um, 60 frames per second because that's not gonna be at 4k 
All right. So when you start adding all that stuff into it, yeah, it's going to be a dynamic resolution. You're going to get the, uh, the Spider-Man. But what does it take advantage of that I got to pay the extra money? Why must the original consumer do this again and again with these guys? When are we going to stand up and say, I'm not going to take it no more? Well, I'm telling you, I'm not buying that $80 game. I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy a Miles Morales because that's the only reason why I have a PlayStation 5. And to be honest with you, I could have just stayed pat with my PlayStation 4. But I'm going to get the new system anyway. So if I wasn't going to do it, I would have just told them, nah, the, the hell with you. I'm just going to play the DLC. But they're going to do this with Ghost of Tsushima. They're going to do this with The Last of Us 2. And they're going to do this with God of War DLC next year. And I don't care what anybody says. When you're going to sit there and tell me that God of War next year is not going to be LD, DLC and Corey Barlog and them said, no way in hell we're going to do DLC. Yes, <laughs> you're getting DLC because that game costs too much to make and it was too successful and they're going to regurgitate that engine and just going to spiff it up a little bit, probably give you a different variety of ogres because they gave you the same ogres in 12 different colors. It's so funny about God of War, it might even come to PS4. That's the thing, too. Yeah, no, I, and they, I they, they, that's still on the table, King. They have no, not it's not on the table. They all are coming to the PS4. Yeah, they haven't even answered it. Yeah, so Ratchet and Clank, they? they went quiet on Ratchet and Clank as well. So it's well, like hmm. I told you that yeah. it wasn't no SSD jumping, it was just a pull button. So <laughs> pull button. <laughs> people acting like, listen, I'm just upset for the consumer. I'm I'm upset for a little Timmy that really don't know no damn better. That, that has a PlayStation 4 right now that definitely killed his mom's wallet to get the PlayStation 5 because she stood online last night all the way until now. Right? She just got into the store right now, and she just paid for her console for her son to play Spider-Man Miles Morales. And they said, do you want anything else with that? Yes, I want the 80-pack Miles Morales with the Spider-Man inside, Mom. And he's like, okay, cool. Don't you already have that? Yeah, but Sony's screwing us over, Ma. <laughs> We're screwed here. So you got to pay the extra bucks, Ma. <laughs> I don't think that's fair to your consumer, being that you was the most successful console this generation. You the market also leader, the right? Uh, also the highest selling game in the PlayStation yeah. 4. Yeah. It, it sucks. It sucks that they turn around and knife me. But I'm not going to this to be honest with you, I'm not falling for the knife in this time. I'm getting miles and I'm out the door. And that's the only thing that I'm going to get. And I'm not going to get it digitally. I'm going to buy uh the disc version because I don't trust those dudes to be around like that. So that's so basically just how what you're I saying, King, is yeah. you're not going for evil. tailpipe is what you're saying. I'm not falling for it. I'm not falling for it. I fall for it too much with these dudes, you know, and this is just real disgusting, slimy corporate behavior that is unnecessary to your gaming fan base. Yeah. And it, it just it, it just reeks of disgustingness. And I just hope they I hope they see the backlash from this and don't perpetrate that same fraud over the rest of the games going forward and allow those people that have those games. If you purchase those games, then you should be able to upgrade. If you don't, then fine. Charge them the 80 bucks. Yes, right. of course. Right. But if they have the game already, come on, Sony, let these dudes rock. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. 
You know, you know, it's big cloud. Let's bring you to the conversation. Obviously, you, you know, listen, you have a lot to say on this. And, and one thing I yep. will give you credit is if you, you, lo- you don't mind talking about positive Sony news, but you also don't mind talking about, about negative news. And this is as negative as you could possibly get. I th- oh, I think I'm an Xbox dude now, apparently. Yeah, yeah so. I know. I, 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 <laughs> dude, that's just ridiculous. Listen, we, we, we have to talk about the truths of a situation, regardless of what side of the fence exactly. you're on. And this is this is not a good look for Insomniac. It's not a good look for Sony. They've been very quiet about Miles Morales. Um, obviously, for me personally, I'm actually very happy to know that it is going to come out for the PlayStation 4. Not because all oh, PlayStation loses because that. No, no, no. no. I'm happy for the 112 million people that have again we they didn't sell that many copies they sold 15 million but that's still 15 million people that who who might not be able to upgrade to a PlayStation 5 because of certain you know uh restraints financially so now they could just get Morales and enjoy the same game that people are going to enjoy on the PlayStation 5 i think that's a big win but what takes a lot of shine off that win is the fact that if you are an owner of the play, uh, of the 2018 potentially game of the year for some people you can't upgrade for free, and they and they clearly say there's no physical version. There's yep. no. We're not going to release this. No plans of it. You're basically yeah. getting the game of year edition for PS5 only, up res and one more yeah. textures and asset. That's basically what it is. Yeah. So I mean, what what are your thoughts on that, dude? So I called this out on a stream, <laughs> and it was funny because everybody seemed to go ghost. You know, especially dudes who claim they represent PlayStation. A lot of them didn't want to talk about this. And I'm like, guys, this is a this is a big deal. This is not this is not right how they've done this. And a lot of people all of a sudden saying, Well, it's it is what it is. Like, you know, it's not that big of a deal. You know, at least they still got something like more than Xbox. I'm sitting going, Okay, first of all, y'all don't make no sense. Dudes are flipping this now. The new PR spin for a lot of people in this community is that this was built from the ground up strictly for PS5. Now, King. If this was built strictly for PlayStation 5 and mine, why is it coming to PS4 to begin with? It was exactly. It never was built strictly for PS5. And when they say, oh, it's dude, it's two different builds, they had two different teams. I'm like, stop. It makes no sense. It never was built strictly for PS5. It was already built with what? PS4 in mind to begin with. They yeah. lied to you out the gate. That's just how it is. There's no flipping that, there's no spinning that. Sony lied to your face. And the funny thing is, Sony didn't have to lie. They didn't have to lie. They didn't have to lie at all. You knew you were getting a PS5, right? Everybody on here knew they were getting a PS5. Everybody knew PlayStation 5 was the constant to get to begin with. It was a system seller. That's the constant to look out for. I already said this numerous times. People didn't want to listen. It is what it is. But that is the most anticipated console for next gen. Xbox is doing good now with the whole Bethesda thing. That's cool. And stuff will come, you know, eventually. But the system to look out was PS5. So for them to lie to their consumer base and say, oh, it's going to come, you know, these games are coming to PS4. And now we get even more confirmation that more games might come. For example, Resident Evil, which we thought was going to be strictly for next gen. That might come to PS4 and Xbox One. It's like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Dudes want me to talk about the new IO throughput upgrade, which, yeah, I'm going to talk about a video. But here's the thing. That looks cool and everything. But the, the odds of us seeing that getting fully utilized Ain't going to happen just yet. Why? Because cross-gen titles. Games yeah. are still being built for, for what in mind? PS4 in mind. PS5 is not truly the center of attention just yet. PS4 is still the center of attention. Only, both consoles are only going to have so much on the market. They, they You still have lots of money left on the table for both consoles. 
Yeah. And and the funny thing about the Spider-Man thing too, again, I was listen, like y'all already know, y'all just saw my reaction. Like once when, when Miles' gameplay started, I was all in. I was like, you know what? Take my money. That's it. Yeah, you tell right there. And halfway through the show, the last thing I ever thought I would hear in the middle of the show, remember, because this didn't happen at the end of the show, it happened in the middle of the show, because they posted this on Twitter. Hey guys, by the way, Miles and everything's coming to PS4. I'm like, wait, what? Then why the hell, you know, why the hell we showcasing this game? Like it was like, you know, the only option was to get a PS5. What else do you really have to sell the console on? You know, but I think of course they had no choice but to say that because I think there was going to be leaked anyway. And, I did too. Yeah, you know, I um, I guess the gun was to the head and they had to let it out because the way that they went to pre-orders right after just reeked of disgustingness to me because they told they, yep. their fan base that they were going to give them a heads up and. and it was just nothing. That's not really a heads up. A day's notice, not a heads up. That's kind of like a red alert. Hey, guys, yeah. it, it goes live tomorrow. No, that's not how you do it. And then that didn't even go as planned because it went live, live eight. a half an hour later. Like, yeah, it was like at 8 o'clock. The period is one live. I'm like, come on, man. Y'all, y'all could have done this a lot better, completely better. And y'all still couldn't. Still didn't want. People still making excuses for that. Well, it was Walmart who leaked it. First of all, let's get something straight. A retailer can't sell the product without the okay of the actual seller. Tell the truth, shame the devil. Exactly. Tell the truth, shame the devil. That part right there, I'm tired of hearing, oh, Walmart started, so everybody yeah, is you still need behind. The okay from Sony before you can sell any damn thing. Tell them, I don't know why that's even tell, a thing. Tell them why. Tell them why. Because if you break street date, there's penalization set Thank in you. place financially that has heavy repercussions against any uh company right, that's that a, that's that. a lawsuit by itself from Walmart. Yeah. like yeah. that's a lawsuit you can't on, sell man. something without the okay and green light from sony sony knew what they was doing they didn't have no structure with the thing that was the thing they had no structure they didn't care it went and live system sold out now we're back to this microsoft yeah. went live again microsoft's having issues too but again it's like you could have handled that so much better yeah. and as far as things getting leaked remember the dual sense uh, king that one yeah. was got leaked. That's why they leaked that in, in uh, during the Xbox um, Inside Xbox show. Yeah. That almost got leaked. So it's, it's not a good look. Yeah, it's not a good look. No, at I, all. I, and, and again, folks, this is someone that is a PlayStation fan through and through, and he's being honest. And and again, I I, I you, you have to applaud him for. It. He's not his PlayStation. He's I mean, he's not an Xbox. Listen, uh, I love PlayStation. I represent PlayStation. Yes, I you talk do. about it. Everybody knows that's my platform. But one thing about me, I don't throw that in your face on Twitter, do I? Well, we do not do that in your face. Not do that in you guys' face on Twitter. A couple of people yesterday. I just can't stand this honesty from you. What's going on, man? (laughs) I don't do none of this. I just (laughs) play the games. The half these frauds on here who claim to represent PlayStation can't even match me in PlayStation trophies. Nope. Yeah, that's true. Half these frauds on here haven't even beaten the majority of these games. This comes from someone who played multiplats on PlayStation 4. They don't even all out for PS4 this shit. Yeah, that that yeah. you're doing, you represent them. You re, you represent them in a proper manner. Not only so not only as a podcaster, not only as a content creator, but actually, more importantly, as a gamer. Yeah. Uh, and, and that is what we need to do: is just play games. But Wilmy Hood, let's let's bring you into the conversation because listen, you you're buying a PlayStation Five. I'm buying a PlayStation Five. Yeah. Well, there you go. He's got five of them, and you're probably yeah, five. buying one around. <laughs> You, you you're probably buying Miles Morales, and that and, and and why wouldn't you? The game looks amazing. I cannot wait to play that. But from a businessman's point of view, and we know that you are an owner of your own business, 
is it is this is this crummy tactics by Sony and Insomniac? Oh, totally. And the bad part in my business, if I came out and lied to a client the way this was all done, I would be out of business. I would be sued. Yeah. But it, it was completely dishonest. And King has said it several times. It's not the same Sony. There's a lot of different people in charge than when the PS4 came out. Mm-hmm. And marketing, it was, it's atrocious. I mean, it's it's terribly bad. I mean, as soon as the Sony showcase was over, it was when a lot of this info started really making its way out into social media. I still don't regret ordering a PS5. I'm still going to play games on it. Of I'm course you are, because you're a gamer. But the thing is, man, it's just true. Cool. If Microsoft would have done this, every gaming journalist in the world would be throwing so much shade towards Microsoft. There'd have been story upon story, like shows about it. You'll be seeing uh, posts from it. You'd be probably, you probably be getting tagged in posts right now. Say, hey, look, Xbox anti-consumer. But you notice, you just notice. Now that Sony did something like this, how many posts have you seen for PlayStation from these same? Oh, please. How many posts have you seen for people who come at King David who might talk trash about me? You know, for for telling how it is. None of them are to be found. You can't find any of them. That's like yeah. if you can't call out the if you can't call out the you know the ghost of the show on Twitter. What what are you doing? You it's like I said earlier. There are a lot of YouTubers and so-called media personalities that have built an entire business around trashing Microsoft. Yep. Yep. That's been, that's their whole niche, and everybody on this panel can name at least ten. Mm-hmm. And so has the journalist. And that has became, you know, that's just the way it's been for the last seven years. And Microsoft deserved a lot of it. Sure. No so doubt about it. Yeah. This thing we had was freaking Super Lucky's Tale. I love that game. <laughs> I've beaten it twice. And we got a new one right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I beat the new one. I 100% at every level. Listen, I'm not ashamed. I'm a, I'm a platformer guy. I'm not ashamed of it. Any names. I remember not too long ago, and every one of you guys know who I'm talking about. Yeah. I saw thumbnail circulating. He put up this thing a few few months ago saying, well, Sony bought Bethesda. It's game over for Microsoft. Well, the table's turned. Gently <laughs> bought ZeniMax, not just Bethesda. They bought all these studios, a publisher, and Orion, the game streaming service. Yep. And now, oh, it's because of us being so negative. <laughs> being so We're the ones did this for you no phil spencer did it for you it, it just amazes me man it really does i just but, love the, the pr spin man i love it so many pr I, spins I, in in 24 hours like one I, I show changed so many narratives it blew me away it's like wow i'm glad i'm on my side and <laughs> y'all over there because y'all look so dumb i heard that okay and i gotta get this out of the way I got to get this out of the way because it's a false narrative that's running around. Microsoft is not giving those exclusives to anybody. Yeah. All right. The only games that you're going to get is the games of a service games, because that means you will residually go into your pocket. Those Elder Scrolls online and games like that, you will go into your pocket and you will consistently pay them. Because your engagement numbers will be high, your loot boxes will be fantastic, and you want to buy custom stuff, that's great. You will purchase, all DLC will be on you, and they can show you the the, the greater uh, uh, purchases at Game Pass because those stuff is in there for free. 
they can show you that. That is the long-term haul, what you just saying there, how they're doing yeah. it. But, but right now, $7.5 billion? I don't know. Like Ralph No, no, no. Like no, that. no, no. None of those games. Mm. None of, if it's not a game with a service, yeah. you get none. Because there's absolutely oh, you, they add on to like the D I get I get you. Yeah, it's, it's no reason. Yeah, you have to show a clear cut reason why not to buy a PlayStation. You yeah. can't play this new Doom over there. Yeah, that's Phil, it. Yeah, because Phil's kind of like um comment about it. Like he said, they're not become they're not about coming gusts or something like that. Yes, all that stuff. That kind of made me think. Okay, you know that's where I'm kind of at right now with it. It's like okay, I can definitely see you know a lot of the games more likely going over there to mm-hmm. PS5 just to make up for the 7.5 billion. You see what I'm saying? You not, I that's somebody's that. slush fund. Yeah, okay, that's 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 part. somebody at Microsoft's uh, pool party money. Yeah. Understand, but you guys see a return. Games, no, no, they're gonna get return on the investment. Is the games with a service that is going to go over there? Trust if it, they're not gonna get there's no way in hell they say, Yo, take this brand new, hot, fresh off the press uh, game that is a single player dungeon crawler that we got up. No, now if it was an existing contract that we had with you. Yeah. yeah, you could get that death loop, knock yourself out. <laughs> we gonna get our bread. You gonna get that death loop. That's what you pay for. Death loop is on you. But after yeah. that, death loop two's on us. That's it. You load up these games on your PS Five, and what does it say? Microsoft Studios on the screen. That's gonna make me pass out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would. I don't think a lot. Of, I don't think very. I think the the existing deals will cross over. But after that, I think it's going to be yeah, kind of the few and far in between that goes anywhere else. Yep. Yeah. yeah I, 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 just, I just think that at the end of the day, Microsoft is going to be selling a service. They're going to give you a reason to invest in that service. Now, whether that is actually buy a console or that's actually get Game Pass and play on your tab. But like I said, I, I think that the Game Pass in, like, for instance, uh, Korea is going to be huge because they don't have to buy the console. They could literally subscribe and play on their laptop, play on their, their phones, or play on their on their tablets, which is something that... Like Boom. You, do you know how much ZeniMax was worth? It was, it was worth, I think it was like $3, three billion. It was a little at, bit more than that. It was a little yeah, bit, at, yeah. At, the, at the time of purchase, right? Mm-hmm. Microsoft paid a premium. It was, it was a form of a hostile takeover. They paid a premium walking in the door. It was a, it was the equivalent of when you go to get a hamburger and a fries and shake, and they tell you, oh, it's uh thirteen fifty, and you give them a twenty dollar bill and say, keep the change at the drive through. <laughs> That's that. It was the equivalent of that. Keep the change. Cause I don't want to hear nothing from you and I'm going to do with this burger as I choose. So yeah. trust me, if you think they paid a premium just to placate and look for return off of interest or for somebody else, that's not the way they're going to crush you. Don't think Phil did not hear every last word from these ponies. And I hate using that word, but this, these media right. dudes, <laughs> Don't think he wasn't listening. And every time y'all needled him, payback, 
is best served cold and y'all going to be freezing with no doom blanket. Trust me when I tell you this. <laughs> you know, I mean, I and, and I think you're 100% right. Dreadpool, listen, you know, the Spider-Man situation is gross. I think we've all already put the uh, icing on that particular cake, but I want to give you the ball and let you run with it. You know, again, Wilmy said something very interesting. He said that if Microsoft would have pulled something this huge, and it's big, it's it's big, it's Spider-Man. I mean, listen, let's call a spade a spade here, folks. Sony figured out a way to lock the face of fucking Marvel Comics behind a piece of plastic on a third-party game. So they are playing for keeps, and they lock Spider-Man in Avengers behind a paywall. Gamers like myself who bought an Xbox will never play Spider-Man unless we buy a copy for the PlayStation 4 slash 5. This is even more gross because this, what this does is you're not just boxing out your, your Xbox players. This has, that has nothing to do with the Xbox community. This is boxing out your own community that supported this game to make it the best-selling PlayStation 4 game to date with over 15 million. I keep saying 15 because I can't find the number, but if I was a betting kind of a dude, and I'm not, but I will say this, I think it's closer to 18 million. I would even dare say, because it's Spider-Man, say that it's closer to 20 million, and I'm looking for the numbers to confirm that. But even if it's only 18 million, that makes it the best-selling game. You're telling 18 million players that if some of those, and not all 18 are going to upgrade, you're probably going to get maybe about 40% to upgrade. Nah, boom. They only sold 13 million worldwide. Okay, Arsene, it's 13. I mean, listen, I I think that's fine. Even if it is 13, you're still saying no to 13 million customers that you cannot get the free upgrade that they see being given to all Xbox players. It is a slap in the face, in my opinion, but I want to know what you think. Well, I think it's a monopoly. That's what it is. No, I'm seriously. (laughs) You'll buy it today. Yeah, I am. I'm feeling my oats, right? So... (laughs) Uh, I didn't have any breakfast yet, so that I think that's probably what it is. That I'm, could I'm, be what it is. You definitely need a cup of coffee in that body. Yeah, you got to get, get, get something going. Um, <laughs> but seriously, um, didn't we have this issue with Tomb Raider? We, you know, we, we bring this stuff up, right? Oh, so Tomb yeah. Raider, yep. Microsoft, I guess you could say they were forced into an apology. I mean, they chose to. Dude, they, they didn't left the. They didn't let the two developers from Crystal Dynamics off the stage, folks. I don't think people understand this. The media did not let the two spokespersons from Crystal Dynamics leave the stage until they said it was a timed exclusive. Do you understand that is considered terror tactics? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that is what happened, Red. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. It, it's it's it's. You know, um, like we've said before, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. You know what I mean? We, we should demand from both sides equally. But when you have this, you know, uh, level of, of one-sidedness from everywhere, every direction, and then when, when some, you know, when when the oppressed fight back, it's like, oh, my God, calm down, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like you finally have uh, 
a leg to stand on. You you swept their leg, and it, now it's like, whoa, chill out, man, chill out. But you yeah, we weren't doing anything wrong, man. Just just calm down. Why are you so mad? Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's that's the thing. It's it's like right now, you know, because that was literally why I said, you know, um, monopolies because everybody freaked out last week about it or this week, and and, and it's like, wait a second, if you're gonna hold back Spider Man. Isn't that a monopoly? Because you can't play Spider-Man anywhere else. You know, mm -hmm. what I mean? if you want to look at certain definitions, you know, and, and nitpick these definitions, it should be applied across the board yet again. You know, but is it smart business? Yes, it's smart business. You know, they wanted to do that too, right? They got Insomniac. They're like, all right, cool. You know, they built the, one of the best Spider-Man games we've seen to date. We're buying them. Guess what? Mm -hmm. Not only do we have the guys that made the game. We have we own the the rights to the the, the character, so you got to come here. So why was that okay when Tomb Raider back then wasn't, and they were literally terrorized to, to you know admit the truth and apologize? But yet here we we don't have to. And now that we have a bigger company, Zenimax, not Bethesda, Zenimax being bought out, you know, um, we have uh, uh, Tencent. Buying into companies, we're, we're, aren't they doing a little bit of the same? Because they're 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 getting their ownership out there all over the place. You mm -hmm. know, get these bigger companies that are still doing this stuff too. Eventually, you will have the higher stock in that in that company that you put into, and guess what? Now you own that company. You know, it's just it, it all depends on how you look at it. This is business. That's the thing. Is a lot of these people are just too hyped up about their own feelings. Mm -hmm. And not realizing what business is about. Business is about money. You know, so you're throwing names out there and, and, and you know, oh, I'm hurt because of this. Yeah. Do I feel bad that I can't play Spider-Man? Yes. But guess what? I'm not buying it. I'm not going to go there and I'm not going to buy the game. You know, am I going to buy the actual Spider-Man Miles Morales? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yep. I'm going to eat that one. I'm going to go there and buy it so I can play it. Now, I also, speaking of Spider-Man directed a question to um insomniac when they announced oh this is only on playstation 5 you know this can only be done on playstation 5 and i said what is only can be done you know this yeah. looks like a playstation 4 build it's a expansion basically so mm -hmm. i don't care if it's a standalone expansion or not it's still an expansion of the original game there's no way you made that game that fast and um are we going to reverse Puddlegate here and have like Unreal Engine 5? Is that what, what's going on? Are we waiting for that? You know, because is this running on Unreal Engine 4? Is this what's good? You know, and people are like, well, Unreal Engine 5 doesn't release until 2021. Well, guess what? It's almost 2021, right? Mm -hmm. So, but nobody answered that question. You know, it was, it was more of a, it wasn't like a real question. It was more, you know, of like, why are you holding this back? What is so much more, um, important that you can't let us know why this game looks like this you know i'm cool with with having the ray tracing with all this but what did you do other than added features on the graphical side you know okay design wise it's the same game so why can't it be played mm -hmm. back you know and here we are how many how many months later oh you lied you yeah know? And and that's that's the, the yet again, like I said before, it's that catch twenty two where the media and the fans on one side will speak up louder, and then when the other side gets the upper hand, oh, back down, back down. You know, you're too much. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's, it, it, it's, it's very unfortunate. And again, the answer to the very hard questions that are being asked by the community have not been answered. The way that the press has approached this has been as kid gloves as possible. Crispy Bomb, before we get everyone out of here, uh, by the way, we broke 900 people watching today's show. That is an all-time record for Breakfast with Boom. My God, folks. Uh, and also the Super Chats, folks, I'm going to try to get to all of them. But there are so many that literally I could spend an hour reading them. And I just have to say, your generosity has been nothing short of making me sit back in my chair and, and, and want to weep, honestly. Because, you know, I, I, I've, I've said this pu privately and I'll say it publicly. I don't think I deserve it all. I, I work hard, sure. Do I bring content to people? Yes, I enjoy doing it. I don't make this a, into a money scheme. This, is, this isn't for me to generate funds from the community. This is me to interact with this community that I love so much. And the fact that I've been giving a voice is in itself unbelievably fantastic. But the fact that you guys and gals continue to donate to Double Barrel Gaming is why my wife and I, Mrs. Boomstick and I, can do these kinds of giveaways. And like I said... Today was a $400 day. The one in November is $1,500 plus, and Christmas is going to be a big one. Uh, I'm working with some people behind the scenes to bring some big prizes uh, to that as well. And we'll get more as we get closer to the holidays. Yeah, Christmas is boom is happening, and we're going to try and make uh, you know a lot of people real happy, Mrs. Boomstick and I, because, again, the community has allowed me to do so. But Crispy Bomb... You know, you have been very outspoken on this, and for good reason. And, and you know, it's funny because you were, uh, at first, not even considering buying a PlayStation 5. But now, because Miles Morales is coming out on the PlayStation 4, you're probably getting a PS4. But, but my question to you is, is this a kind of like a kick to the teeth of Sony PlayStation fans who supported Spider-Man and are now being told... Yeah, if you want the, the the better version, if you want the new trophies, if you want a couple extra taxi cabs and a few extra people and an extra puddle, it's $70. And that is being locked behind one product. Is this anti-consumer, Crispy? And the peer pressure. Well, I'm actually going to approach this a little different. This is nothing new from Sony. This is just nope. playing their old game that they've always played. I played on PlayStation 1 and 2. I didn't get a PS3 because it was too expensive. But they have rehashed some of their most popular titles many, many times. And it just so happens that this one is coming out not too long after the original. And when you when you buy in, you buy in. And, and I'll give Bit a lot of credit because... A lot of people are not saying anything. And if you don't say anything, nothing's going to change. It's not. And the only thing I will say is that Xbox has done something completely different than usual. And this is making people recognize that these practices really are anti-consumer. And it, it comes down to how are you going to spend your dollar? It's your dollar. How are you going to spend it? And there's going to be a lot of people that don't have a lot of money in their wallet. They're going to say, well... I had a PlayStation 4. I'm just going to keep that, and I'm going to get a Series S, and that's what I'm going to do. And then, you know, when PlayStation 5 goes down in price or they stop messing with my wallet, then, hey, yeah, I'll jump in. But unfortunately, if nobody's saying anything, especially PlayStation gamers like Bit, if you don't say nothing... Ain't nothing going to change. And that's why you could sit here and say, keep the same energy. 
Yep. You got Xbox guys over here like, hey, come on, man. This ain't right. You know, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, besides Bit and a few others, it's it's just quiet crickets, man. Like, dude, you have to say something. This is what we did with Xbox, man. This is what we did. But we didn't do it like this this terror tactics, like, you know, oh, oh you know, Xbox sucks type stuff. No, we talked about it. And we said this is how you should do it. And, and you know, they, they brought in Phil. Phil decided we're going this route. We are going to be for the gamer. They have lost faith in our brand. We have to bring the faith back. Mm-hmm. And now PlayStation's choices are showing signs that the PR speak is just incredible lately. And it's like you had that great showcase, and then all the stuff that came after just destroyed everything. And it's like, why? I mean, yeah, you did a good thing by releasing these games to PlayStation 4, but why did you give the terror tactic to begin with? There's no reason for it. Like, it, it, they stop already- it, PlayStation. That's the sad part. They had us all in before they even made that st- uh, that statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this is not like they, they just they just all of a sudden like, oh yeah, we're good. We could flip the switch. Like they've been they've been playing that that card. Like, oh, this is this is our, our narrative right here, and it's it's not even anybody's fault but Sony's because that was their narrative. It wasn't mm-hmm. anybody that that made up anything. They just you know pushed it in a different direction, and they made it made it this bigger thing than they probably even Sony wanted it to be. And now they had to go back on it, and we don't know why they they decided to go back on it. But it just doesn't look good. And then you drop the console right after you make these these horrible announcements. It just it, it baffles my mind. I mean, we are literally seeing marketing for them just fall apart in in, in a matter of like a week and a half, two weeks. Like it's Terrible. it's incredible. It's the arrogance you get when you're number one for so long. That's what it is. And it's fumbling and it's on the one yard line. Yeah, baby. <laughs> they fumble. They fumble the ball. Not running with Marshawn, on, you know, against the Patriots in that Super Bowl, man. Like, uh, right when you're Marshawn, you're going to throw the ball when you got the beast mode over there. You know, I know, right? Who the hell passed the ball? <laughs> Who called that play? <laughs> I'm going to love it. I don't care. I had to listen to all this crap, so I ain't gonna take it. I don't care. Y'all could be upset with me, or you like. <laughs> well, look, I, I'll put it to this way: it, it, it's it's a very unfortunate situation. I think that the way that Sony has handled it has been very poor. I think the way Insomniac has has handled it has, it has been poor. I don't know if it's as easy as flipping a switch. I believe it is, but what the hell do I know? I'm just a podcaster. I'm not a game designer, but I I, I just think that they should have done better. And I think that, you know, this just goes to the whole lie narrative that's been going on. You know what I'm saying? They bamboozled the fan base and, and in my opinion, used business terror tactics to say that Spider-Man, Miles Morales could only be played on a PS5. And that that scared a lot of people into potentially buying a PlayStation 5 when they didn't want to because, like I said earlier, and I'll keep saying it, Miles Morales is a character that this world needs right now. He is a monumental character. He's obviously Af- African American as well as being Hispanic. It represents two cultures that are are, are, are are readily in the front page of the news these days. And I think that we could all learn a little something from that. So again, that's why I believe Miles Morales is important. But what I don't understand and what it shocks me is Sony has so much goodwill going into this generation and they seem to continue to shit the bed. And I don't understand why that is happening. Now, is that a Jim Ryan thing? I couldn't say. Is it a Sony thing? Is it a PlayStation thing? Honestly, I don't know. Um, you know, is it a Herman Holtz? 
I, I couldn't say either. But I can say that this is this is a very poor move on Sony, considering that we're going into a new generation in about six weeks, and to to kind of dupe your your fan base is to me is unacceptable. But let me just say this: first of all, I want to thank everyone for being here. We broke records once again, and I and I don't think it's it's the giveaways. I just think that people are enjoying the the panel. I think people are enjoying the conversation, and we had over nine hundred. That is a record breaking number for this show. Let me just real quick announce the five additional winners. Thanks to Mrs. Boomstick. You're getting a $10 gift card of your choice. And everyone that I've, I've already announced, please DM me so I can give you those codes. Uh, the five new winners are Casket Repair, Other Zinc, <laughs> Michelle A, Sean Carpenter, and DJ Birdos, uh, Birdo OS. You all have won an additional $10 digital um gift card of your choice to wherever, whether it's BPSN, Nintendo eShop, or Xbox Live, DM me so I can get you those codes, and I will be happening as soon as the show ends, and I'm, a I'm able to kind of just get myself together, because I'm, I'm, I'm a little, a little uh, you know, like in awe with the, the love and uh, the amount of Super Chats that's coming that I can't even get to, because I'll be here for another hour, so if I, if I didn't read yours on, uh, you know, uh, live on the air, I apologize, it's just that there are so many that I didn't want to take away from the conversation of the show, which I think was what people tuned in for. But let's let's get to the outros, uh, and we're going to start, with, of course, with King David. Now, King David, you obviously have a big show coming up this Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Iron Lords podcast. Uh, you also have an incredible, uh, you know, statue, uh, you know, show that you do called the King of Statues. You also represent uh, Lords of Gaming. Net, which has been exploding on the scene and practically one of my favorite sites for new news because your writers are some of the best. Tell everyone where they can follow you on social media. Uh, also, give them your mailing address so they can send those knees. And also, <laughs> tell everyone about what else is going on with you. Well, you can find me on Twitter at uh, KingDavidOTW. Same thing on Xbox Live. You see that Moon Knight statue that's turning around? Uh, yes. The story, uh, the 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 show that uh, Boom is talking about is King of the Statues. This will be up later on today, so you can check that out and understand about the character. If you don't know nothing about the character, I go in depth about the character and go in depth about the the statue itself. It's from XM Studios. You can catch me tonight on Dolph Castle X. That's D C X. Open mic is the best damn statue show in the known universe. Also, Sundays, like Boom said, at 11 a.m. during football season, IELP, um, that's <laughs> Iron Lords Podcast. Uh, and also, if you want to add me on uh, PSN, the name, and I'm not trolling you, is Xbox 360 Lover 01. And that's the truth. <laughs> and and uh, for it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> it, it it's 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 a great time um i tried to get more playstations today uh because you know we have a giveaway over there and we also have you know the xbox giveaway but I also want to get you know to sell uh 10 playstations to to get escalate because i'm selling them for three grand each so uh, <laughs> oh, i want to <laughs> yeah i want to pick up uh the 20 uh 21 escalate and sell my suburban so listen guys make this a, a thing if y'all know <laughs> anybody got the playstations any store hookups hit the kid up i'll be right there asap <laughs> let me get into the spaceship guys yo boom 
Happy birthday, bro. Thank you, brother. Certainly appreciate you being a part of this show. And, of course, we want to get you that 2021 Escalade ASAP with all yeah. of the bells and whistles and the <laughs> big cloud. You got a good. You have a big show coming up today, this afternoon. Uh, obviously, we love having you a part of the show. And once again, obviously, you know, you missed last week because of a family emergency. <laughs> you know, uh, our con- condolences went out then, and our condolences will con- go, continue to go out today. Uh, you killed it as usual. I love the fact that you're honest, even when PlayStation does does have bad news you're not afraid to talk about it and that is uh, that's big and folks that doesn't make him an xbox that makes him a gamer and someone that is disappointed and you know what we i've talked uh, bad about xbox when they've disappointed me and you know something that's how you make your team better you let mm-hmm. them know that something is bothering Proper you criticism. you just don't you, you just, yeah that's right that's right constructive criticism is okay why don't you do me a favor, brother? Tell everyone about your outstanding YouTube channel, which is growing at record paces, as well as where could people find you on social media? Well, uh, first of all, it's always a pleasure. Uh, boom. Happy birthday. To Thank you, you, sir. 50 more <laughs> to you. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Right now you're a mage. You're level 50 mage. So congrats. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I appreciate Will that. Me. <laughs> Will me. It's always a pleasure. Dreadpool. You already know. Obviously, my brother, my brother David, you know, he has to educate those who don't know nothing about, you know, Mr. Uh, <laughs> you know who, until the MCU starts. <laughs> Crispy, the quiet dude, always. <laughs> um, yeah, I missed last show because I um I had to bury my uh, aunt. Uh, she passed away. She had um <clears throat> she had a heart attack. So oh, we had to, her funeral was um yesterday. Sorry to hear that. So. I'm back in full effect, but um, you guys can find me on YouTube at BitCloud Gaming as well as Twitter, same name. And um, yeah, RGD Podcast. It's 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, yeah, appreciate you guys. We Hope definitely you guys appreciate you being here, brother. And of, once again, condolences to the family. Wilney Hood, you, my brother, not only are uh, it was great to have you a part of the show, great that we are friends outside of podcasting, but man. You broke some unbelievable records on Wednesday evening with over 1,300 people that showed up for your new episode of Gaming Outside of the Box. Congratulations on that. Tell everyone about your channel and what else you have going on, as well as where could they potentially be blocked and added to the list of (laughs) 6,430,862 people you already have muted and put on the pay no mind list. Yeah, we were shocked Wednesday night. Maybe it's because everybody wanted to see Cody (laughs) on a webcam. But uh, you can find me. It's Wilmy Hood on everything. Xbox, PlayStation, Switch. I did cancel my Stadia, but you will be finding me on the new Amazon Luna very soon. I've already been accepted into it. I got Yeah, so did I. I got to try it. And you can find me every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock at Gaming Beyond the Box. Um, myself, GBT Nation. And this week at 8 o'clock, you don't want to miss the show because I can give you one million reasons why you should watch it. Nice. Nice. Oh, well, we yeah, have, Randall though, the man with the million. We have... <laughs> we have Playcasters actually we do on Saturday evenings where podcasters actually get together and play games because some of us actually do play games, believe it or not. Really? You play games? How how dare you? In fact, we do this along with the Iron Lords and Season Gaming. Yep. So we do that every Saturday. So come by and check that out. It's all on the Wilmy Hood YouTube channel. Some weeks we put it on Season Gaming. Some weeks it'll go under an Iron Lord. Nice. So check that out. 
Well, listen, it's it's great to have you a part of today's show, and congratulations on the success, and I cannot wait to see your channel explode even more than it already is because you guys deserve it. You work hard, but more importantly, you guys have fun there. And uh, Dreadpool, you've been making the rounds on the YouTube with your new uh, uh, you know, a- addition to your channel, mm-hmm. Bread with Dread, and it's an amazing conversation with you and another podcaster over eating something and just talking and shooting the shit. It's been really fun to watch and listen. And of course you have been not only a part of this panel, but you are a huge part of this community and we love you for it. Tell everyone where they can follow you on social media, but more importantly, check out your YouTube channel. Well, before we get into that, let's first and foremost, happy birthday, boom. Thank you, sir. It's always a pleasure with everybody on the show here in the panel. And, um, will already knows. So we'll go with that. Um, and then obviously, again, BitCloud, my, my condolences to your family. Thank you. Um, so now back to where we we're supposed to go to. Um, every week you can find me on Gaming Beyond the Box with Wilmy and the crew, uh, Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. And Playcasters, I'm usually a, uh, a commentator, but because I'm doing a Haunted House and we sponsor the, one of the houses. That's pretty the- dope, dude. That's pretty dope. <laughs> It's it's all you know all for charity, so we sponsor it, and I won't be able to be there for playcasters, but definitely tune in there because uh, Wilmy's. I know Wilmy filled in last week, and it, it was pretty funny when I watched it in the replay. Mm-hmm. And obviously Friday mornings, you can find me here, uh, 10 a.m. My DMs are always open. You can find me on Twitter, Dreadpool. The O's are actually zeros. YouTube, Gamertag, and Stadia, and Spotify and itunes it's officially on itunes it took nice dude hard. congratulations on that, that yeah that, that's, a, that's a hard one to get on yeah, yeah. So i appreciate everybody for for their feedback and, and checking it out well listen we love what you're doing we love that it's something so different something yep. that else is doing that is what makes it special obviously because the, the, the banter is great it, 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 it's another podcaster that we all that most of the time we all work have worked with or already know mm-hmm. from social media so that's always great and you get to get a real candid uh sit down and again it's it's so unusual and it's so different and it's so new that i think that you have you're really onto something there um and we and again <laughs> We're very, of course, happy to support that. And last and no way least, someone that's just as busy as me, that's on multiple podcasts each and every week, plus he makes this one great on Fridays. It's Crispy Boom. Uh, Crispy, I said Crispy Boom. Crispy, Crispy Boom. Um, <laughs> it works. It works. <laughs> so first of all, dude, thank you so much for being here as always. Love that you're so honest. Love that you at, the, at your core you are a gamer. Tell everyone about the other podcasts that you're on, as well as where could people reach out to you on social media? Oh, this this has been a great show. Uh, Always a pleasure with this panel. It's just amazing. And the chat was just lit up today, and I love it. Uh, I want to say, you know, happy birthday, boom. Um, Sorry for your loss of it. Um, Yeah, it's at Crispy Bomb on Twitter. Crispy Bomb 28 Xbox Live. Hit me up. I think uh, Noof's going to be doing a little... uh, Saturday night gaming tomorrow night. So yeah, I believe so. Yep. See, see some people there. And uh yeah, I'm on Retro Renegade, 7 p.m. Tuesday nights. And I'm on uh next podcast Thursday, 7 p.m. And you can find me here at 10 a.m. Fridays. Nice, nice. Well, thank you so much for being here. And once again, everyone, I'm if I if I didn't get a chance to read the super chat, I apologize tremendously. It's just that there really were so many I could not keep up with them, and that is pretty incredible to say uh aloud. 
But I want to wish everyone a fantastic day, a fantastic weekend. Enjoy gaming on whatever you want to enjoy gaming on. And obviously keep it 100 regardless of you know, no matter what you talk about. It, you know, obviously, if you want to be a part of the conversation, we welcome you. But also you got to remember that social media doesn't forget. So if you're going to go hard against one console and then somehow try to flip it when it <laughs> goes your way, Remember that you will, you could be part of those people that are eating crow, and you don't want to do that. So listen, again, keep it 100, enjoy gaming, and I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me, and hopefully it will be one day important to you, and it's something that my dad taught me, and I think now, more than ever, it's worthy of a conversation, and that is treat others how you yourself want to be treated, and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice, you live by those rules, and I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. Have a magnificent weekend. Thank you for all the birthday wishes. And, of course, we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Breakfast with Boom. <laughs>